What's going on, everybody? I hope we can hear <laughs> what's going on, everybody. It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. It is yes, we can hear over here. Boy, it was a mess this morning. Shout out to the coach gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Afternoon Cribs and Capsules, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. We are back in here with some more edutainment in the building. And this one is going to be for the guys who keep asking me, what about if I want to have kids? Now, full disclosure, I do have two children. All right. I am a custodial parent of those two children. I do have legal and physical custody of those two children in a co-parenting situation. At one point, I fought very hard and vigorously and spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and probably lost years of my life fighting for the right to be in their lives 50% of their life. Now, here's the deal. Many men lose that battle and uh, they will uh, lose many, uh, they will lose many thousands of dollars just trying to keep themselves into their kids' lives only to be framed as a deadbeat, all right? So you can be an active participant in your life. And I was the father of the year. I talked about that. I was nominated the father of the year at my kids' elementary school. I coached all of their sports. I took them to tutoring, taekwondo. They're both black belts. One, my son is a black belt. My daughter's a junior black belt. I fought hard to be in their lives, paid for tutoring, paid for private school, and still thus I am presented as a deadbeat. All right, so now, listen. And that's you. That's just how it goes. Many men have decided to wash their hands of being in the presence of their children because it was just too much. It cost too much, and it was just too much heartache and pain, heartache and pain, and they just decided to write the check. Cut the check and be out of the kids' lives. Now, no matter what type of custody arrangement you agree to, doesn't mean it's going to maintain itself throughout the totality of your parentage in their young years. You will find that there will be a lot of um, a lot of attempts to change the custody. There will be a lot of manipulation and parental alienation on both sides of the parents to try to sway the kids in their teenage years. Once children can start making choices, uh, the parents will start to manipulate the kids into being with one parent and then um, crucifying the other parent in the process. Now, the reason why I talk about these things on this show and people think that I'm talking about women, but we're talking about the dynamics in the relationship between men and women. What I do is I warn men up front of what they're going to get into. And I'm one of the only men that is doing that in the history of this world. All right. There had been philosophers and scholars and clergymen that have done this in the past, and it was not seen as misogynist. However, we are seen as misogynists because we're trying to give you information that could and probably would happen to you should you enter into relationships in the modern era, in the era in which women do get primary custody, mainly because men either don't want to fight or they're incapable of fighting or they're in shock at the process. We're going to reveal all of that by exploring a story by a YouTuber, a successful YouTuber. He goes by tech lead. He is without he is not without controversy. He does have some things that are going on to his personal and financial life that people have had plenty of opportunities to explore. So you can guys can check that out. But we're going to play a couple of his videos to try to show because and many people have talked about this already. Um, but we're going to show how his life has changed dramatically with his complications in his relationship. Guys, most of the time, men discount what happens after relationships. end, And I keep reminding you not to present doom and gloom. I keep reminding you not to make myself look like a genius as a predictor. 
of patterns of human behavior. I keep reminding you because women are reminded often of how things can affect them after relationships. I keep reminding you that most relationships will end. I know, I know you don't want it to be that way, but statistically, 99% of relationships will end. All right. I know, I know you just don't see it, but it's just that it's just going to be that way. I know you think always and forever, but it's just not true. It is just not true. They're just going to end. And it's, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when now being that that is the statistic. All right. 50 to 70% of marriages will go kaput. I mean, that's just where it is. I don't know what to tell you. I wish it was better. I wish I can report something better. I know people don't want to deal with the numbers and the statistics. Those are just statistics, but these are dismal statistics. And with that being said, doesn't mean your relationship is going to end, but shouldn't you have an exit plan should it end? Shouldn't you account for this when you get into relationships? See, it is when men don't account for this when you get surprised because women account for the end of the relationship. They actually plan vigorously for the end of the relationship they actually get other women psychologists mental therapists uh divorce attorneys to account for the end of the uh relationship they get everybody to account they actually have people social services child protective services divorce attorneys judges they have everybody in place just in case your relationship ends especially if you have a marriage and the children they they account for this they actually prepare for this. They actually counsel each other about this. But then when it comes to men and I come over here and I'll counsel you about the same thing, then everybody says this is a hate message, right? This is not a hate message. This is just me preparing you to let you know you should have an exit plan prepared in all situations when you get into relationships. Look, I tell you not to get into relationships if you're a broke ninja, all right? You need to just sit your ass down, but that doesn't stop you because many of you cannot turn down a big butt and a smile, but that's what it is. You can't do it, and that's just what it is. However, you guys got to understand that this is not a game. This is not a game. This ain't even practice. This is business. And you will find out how hardcore of a business this is. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care if you're broke. They're going to treat you all the same, and the way they're going to treat you is you're going to be the honorary deadbeat. In most situations, there's always going to be the exception to the rule where some woman says, I would never hold my kids against my, uh, the father's uh my, my child's father there are some women that do that and they move right along all right but that is actually the rare exception most of the exceptions are you're going to be the deadbeat and the court of public opinion is always going to be in play they're always going to run to the court of public opinion to let everybody know that they're super mom and you're a deadbeat all right so this happened yesterday in the story that i talked about unfortunately of Paige birdfield who lost her life out here doing monkey double backflips for pay while she was a full-time mom and also while she ran the dad completely off all the way to the east coast she ran his ass off okay and he said forget that i ain't dealing with this crazy woman i'm gonna go over here well now he's super dad because the mom got deleted all right yeah she took one too many escort cut uh services at that point she took too many escort clients and she lost her life and now the dad is a full-time dad and the mom is taking a dirt nap so it happens it happens. Um, um, let me do this. Let's do this. The way we do it here, because this message seems to reach people in a in a negative way. I don't want this to be in a negative way. I know I'm not smiling through this. It's a little bit difficult to handle this type of stuff. You know what I mean? My body can't take this too much longer. <laughs>
Uh, you see, I aged 10 years in three years. If you go to my main channel, the Coach Greg Adams channel, and you see me, I was a young man. I was an old-looking young man, but I was a, a young man. All right, I'm starting to get wrinkles in my head. By the way, ladies, if you want to find out why my chocolate skin is so smooth, all right, you can come show me a couple of feet pictures, or you can come on over and kick your feet up, and I can show you the beauty care products that I use to keep my face looking like this that you pay thousands of dollars of Botox and you play lip injections and, and cheek fillers to do all of that to keep your face looking like the coach, by the way. All right. But, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm still looking good in here. <laughs> all right. While your face is ashy and it's all dried up like the Sahara Desert and you got acne all over your face. But look at the coach. The coach is looking good. I'm a 46-year-old man about to hit 50 in a couple of years, and I'm still looking good out here. You know what I mean? That chocolatey skin looking good under the lights. I know how it is. I ain't ashy, and my lips ain't ashy either because I use lip balm to get ready for the show. Anyway, pause. <laughs> Oh, man, we have fun. See, people think this is a hate show. We have fun over here. We're here to entertain and edutain. Hey, look, this is how you get involved with the show here. This show does, again, this show uh, people aren't happy with, so they do their best to bring the show down, but we're not going to let it stop. You have other options to let your voice be heard. Dollar sign CGA Live right there at the bottom of the right screen right there. That is the cash app. You also have the PayPal over there, paypal.me. Backslash Coach Greg Adams, I'll pin a comment at the top during the weekend of all of the week's videos so that if you feel free to contribute, you can also do so because this information that I'm giving you is a million dollars worth of game. I don't know if somebody says that. I think somebody says that, so I don't want to steal it from them. It's a billion dollars worth of game, all right? It is the exit plan. It is the backup strategy to relationships. All relationships are going to end, damn near all of them, damn near all of them. Uh, who doesn't believe me? There's some people who don't believe me. There's some people who really don't believe me on that one. <laughs> All right. No, not 99% of relationships in. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. 99%. I mean, it's probably 99.6% of relationships in. I mean, it's a dismal statistic. All right. You, you want me to prove it? <laughs> uh, you prove it to yourself. Get out a loose leaf piece of paper and the number two pencil like you used to do in the fifth grade with your Scantron. All right, go ahead and get it out. Go ahead and get it out. They all come with an expiration date. Go ahead and get it out. Ladies, get it out here. Uh, do not write with your toes. Do not write with your eyeliner pencil. Get it out. Get a piece of paper. Get a piece of paper right there. Get your pencil. Get your pencil, hot pencil. All right, come on in. Get your pencil. It's a podcast, right? Hey, get your pencil. Write it down. Write down everybody you had a crush with. Write down everybody you went on a date with. Write down everybody you were in a short-term relationship, a long-term relationship, everybody you got engaged with, everybody you married. Write it all down. Write it down. Write everybody you fornicated with. Write everybody that you kissed. Write everybody that you gave the church hug to. Write everybody that you gave a head to. Write everybody that you had a crush on you. Write it all down. And then at the bottom, show me who's left. That would be damn near one or zero, all right? Use the front and back of the page. Use the front and back, front and back. Some of y'all need the whole damn tab. Here, get the whole damn tab out. Some of y'all need the whole damn tab. <laughs> Most of y'all left with absolutely zero. <laughs> not a zilch, not a damn thing. So go ahead and do the math. Divide that by the number and you'll come up with the percentage. 
that would be 99, damn near 100%. <laughs> I know, man, I, you, you tried to prove me wrong, and I let you use your own anecdotal evidence as proof that 99% of relationships come to an absolute end, a crashing end. Some of them, most of your relationships came to an absolute toxic end. <laughs> You're an Owen, as we call it over here. You're Owen 100. You're Owen all of your papers. Whatever's on your papers, you're owing. O, zero success, dash, however many opportunities you had at bat. Owen 100. <laughs> People depressed now. Damn, is this true? Yes, it is. Your 99.9% uh, um, uh, success rate, zero, <laughs> you have a zero success rate in relationships. Any type of relationship. All of them have came to a crushing end. All right. So anyway, so why not have an exit plan for all of these? You already proved it. You've been doing it for 20 years and you have zero success or you have at least one iota of success. Why not have an exit plan, gentlemen? Yeah, man, the numbers don't lie around here and we don't lie. Somebody says, oh, is Tia here? He says, coach still killing dreams. Tia, are you single? I guarantee you you're single. And I already know. I already know it, Tia. You don't have to play with me. All right. You don't have to play with me. You still have hope in your aging like a uh, block of cheese. All right. And you're sitting here telling me like like you were you were you had no success and Mother Nature blessed you with everything. Mother Nature literally blessed you with everything you could possibly have to get a mate. <laughs> and you came up empty. You didn't struck the hell out every single time. Now you're getting worse. As the years going on, Mother Nature, Father Time is coming with a hatchet, chopping away at every little single benefit that Mother Nature gave you. Just a chopping away, right? Just a chop, chop, chop. Not only that, you're getting finance. You're, your finances are dwindling. And you still holding out hope. Where's Tia? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, bruh. Hey, I tell you, man, what are the things that you will learn here? And it was a tough thing to learn. One of the things that you'll learn, if you get rid of, somebody says he scammed people. Oh, okay, I'll get to that later. Uh, sp speaking of scams, one of the biggest scams that you'll realize that you wasted so much time, you see these miserable people, they're 60-year-old on our time app, holding out for their soulmate. You guys have wasted countless hours, countless dollars, countless thoughts, trying to make the impossible possible. And the only thing that you have to show for it as evidence is a close friend success, your close friend's success. Oh, I know someone who's 58 years old and they found their soulmate. And sure as hell, soon as you do what they do, because they'll be an expert by then, they'll be one in 151 in relationships and they'll say, hey, this is what I did. I went on the hour time. I met me a younger man and he comes and curls my toes and knocks my socks off. All right. So you're going to say, okay, they're an expert. I'll do it. You're going to do it. And as soon as you say, damn, this is tougher than they made it, <laughs> made it seem. <laughs> this is tougher than they made it seem, but I'll just go ahead and commit. Soon as your ass commit, they break up. And you look at, hold up. And she said, man, I got tired of that dude. He was just a deadbeat. And you're like, wait a minute. I just rolled the dice over here. 
<laughs> I rolled the dice based on you. You gave me hope. Well, I'm just want to be out here free. I want to go out here and shake that ass. In these streets. You're like, wait a minute. Now she didn't sucker Joe ass and snookered you all into a relationship. This happens to men all the time, too. Man, you just got to give it love. You just got to get on Christian Mingle. You just got to go to church and you find you a big old repackaged woman and she going to be fine. The Lord going to bless you. When you go out there, you'd be like, damn, this is a struggle. This is an everyday struggle. These women look like they got hot dogs on the back of their neck. I can't I can't deal with this, but he said it's going to work. He said go back to the Lord and get that girl with the tambourine. She'd be like, that tambourine. Like, go get that girl right there. She'd be waving that little church fan with Martin Luther King's picture on it. Oh, man, yeah. You need to get you one of them girls. And then your ass finally settle down, her feet all up on your furniture smelling like corn nuts, and then he break up, he get into a divorce. And you'd be like, hold up, you told me to go on and get, <laughs> you done put an engagement ring on her big ass hot dog and sausage link fingers, all right, and, by, and then it's too late. Now you stuck. Now you stuck worth a nine years first of uh, uh, worth the bait and switch. <laughs> and then he out here free running the free agent lifestyle man i'm glad i got away from that woman hey one thing that you always know and i'm sorry man we'll get to the contributors one thing that you always know is married people are the worst people to take dating advice from all right because they are not going to tell you the truth have you ever experienced this a married person oh it's fantastic don't worry about it man these people out here you listen to cga CGA don't know what he's talking about. He bitter and hurt. Uh, guess what, man? You listen to me. You listen to me. Um, wh where's that one dude? He gets together. Oh, I get together with all my married friends. We just loving each other. We talking. I saw you saw him on video. We talking and we saying, man, ain't it wonderful to be married? Oh, man, it's wonderful to be married and bored as hell. All right. You like the same piece of peace leave? I love the same piece of peace leave. Our sex life is, oh, we piping hot. Man, we rekindled the flame, boy. Our bed sheet smoking. All right. They all talking that bull, but that bull jive. And guess what happens ultimately? Soon as they divorce, it's the most bitter knockdown drag out divorce on Facebook. <laughs> it's bitter as hell. And you like, hold up. You talk about your baby. You, you talking about your baby mama like that? I thought everything was fantastic. They knock down drag out divorce. Yep, soon as she come up. I'm not happy. <laughs> you're like, hold up. Why didn't you tell me none of this when you were married? Oh, man, you know, you're not supposed to talk about your wife like that. Oh, you know, you're not supposed to talk about your husband. We were working things out. But when you was working things out, you were literally telling my ass to go and get married. Remember you did that? Well, you know, I mean, it's hard, you know, because we're in a relationship. We don't want to let our relationship information get out like that. You know, it's not good. It's not good juju to let your talk bad about your relationship and your wife in the middle of your marriage. All right. But as soon as they get divorced, they having a party. Everybody's singing, dancing to the music on the radio. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but they marriage, they were struggling the whole damn time. They were shuffling. All right, he's shuffling all of a sudden, man. You like, hold up. 
<laughs> Where are we at? I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Now all of a sudden, she out there. She out there with Mary J. Blige, and she out there with Tanaji P. Henson, and they out there having a party, having a party. <laughs> and now you sitting at home suffering. I'm not happy. <laughs> you like, you dragged me into this bull jive. Anyway. <laughs> hey, by the way, somebody just mentioned the recession is coming, man. Do not take on any dead weight. We told this to our money mindset group on Sunday. Don't get into relationships right now. Don't do it, man. You're going to go double broke. All right, let's get into the earlier contributors on the show. I had to wait until we had a lot of them so I can act like I got a lot of contributors. <laughs> Shout out to VBAD is in the building. Appreciate you for being here. He says all the glory to the most high. Appreciate you, VMAD. Thanks, and welcome back again and again and again. Uh, AK Harrison says Kevin Samuels' family is uh, claiming foul play. All right, um, I know some family members are reaching out and talking about foul play. Shout out to somebody said, oh, and I got these a little bit earlier, so we'll go ahead and skip ahead. Uh, Loud Pocket says, Kaepernickel to the Raiders. Damn. Yeah, I've been monitoring that. I'm not too happy about that. All right, but, you know, shit. <laughs> it's the Raiders. You know, what What are you going to do? Go ahead and sabotage the season already. Now everybody's season tickets are paid for. All the schedules out. People then bought hotel rooms and parking tickets. And now they want to pull some bullshit on me. All right, but listen. It is what it is. All right, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Collar Kaepernick. Collar Kaepernick. <laughs> shout out to uh, Sheldon, Sheldon S. He says, keep pushing. All right, we will. We will keep on pushing. Don't stop. No, shout out to uh, who is in here. It's uh, Val. Shout out to you. Val S is in the building. Thank you, Kirby Austin. We're going to call you that. That's your government name. Unprogram the mind says RIP the T-Mon. Stop bringing Amber Heard's fake crying. And I just want to say something about Amber Heard. And Unprogram the mind says. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> <laughs> Raspy voice party girl. All right. Red flag, by the way. Raspy voice party girl. You know how her voice is raspy. Uh, there's a secret serum that she's been taking. And she didn't overdose on it. Gotta get my gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, shout out to her. She's been swallowing that secret scissor. She's been swallowing that secret secret scissor. Se secret secret scissor. All right. Um <laughs> oh, by the way. Imagine how bad Amber Heard's performing in her trial and how good Johnny Depp is and Amber Heard wins the trial. I mean, that would be the fraud of the century. That's number one. But number two on the whole thing, there are still some people that support Amber Heard. That's a fraud. That's that's an, actually a catastrophe. And number three on the Amber Heard situation. This is a person who's basically, I mean, she has no defense. And they're doing a 20, what are they on day 24? They're on day 24 of this trial. Like, it's easy. This is a slam dunk case against Amber Heard, and they still allowing her ass to drag Johnny into the abyss. This is further proof that I'm telling you. They are, I mean, listen, uh, this is going to be one of those things. They're going to say, that's negative against women. 
when was the last time you heard? And I want every man to think long and hard. Pause. Amber heard his proof. When was the last time you've heard a woman say, you know, I'm messed up. I was the one who really took the relationship down. I was toxic. I'm going to learn a lesson here so that for the next relationship, I will be able to be a better woman. So I apologize. I'm sorry for 2004, Johnny. I'm sorry for crapping the bed. I'm sorry for costing you millions and millions. I absolutely apologize and I want to save face and I want to let the world know that all not all women are like this. Thus, I've represented myself very poorly. And at this time, I want to end my public statement by saying I will be very good for the next man based on what I've learned from this previous relationship. Yes. When was the last time you heard any of that? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Hold up. Any? Nobody, huh? Nope. Mm. <laughs> you ain't never going to hear it. And this is further proof. It's always going to be his fault. He was the toxic one. He was the abusive one. I came from an abusive relationship. How come they always say that? I'm like, damn, how come y'all always been putting up a baby? Oh, how long did you stay with him? Oh, for about 12 years. And I've had four of his kids. And he put me in the DDT. He used to whip me into the rope and then hit me with the back body drop like the rockers. And then he double drop kicked me. I don't know how he double drop kicked me, but he was like double drop kicked me like the Rock and Roll Express. And then he hit me with the suplex and the frog splash like Power and Glory, Hercules and Jim Rome, Paul Roma, whatever his name is. And then they hit me with the slingshot suplex like Telly Blanchard and the Four Horsemen. And then he slid into the ring, kicked me in the gut, and hit me with the Stone Cold Stunner. And then while, while I was laid out like a Carl's Jr. star, he took his elbow pad off, bounced off the ropes, and hit me with the people's elbow. How long did you put up with that type of behavior? <laughs> oh, for like two decades. Oh. Damn. I'm sorry. Soon as you sneeze wrong, you laugh wrong, you be like, you go on a date with her, first date sneeze. She'd be like, oh, you sneeze too funny. I can't stay with you. Wait a minute. You've been, you've been hit with the doomsday device for 12 years, but I sneeze too funny. You know what I mean? Oh, he too short. Wait a minute. You've been out here. You've been out here getting atomic dropped, allegedly, in your relationship. But, but I sneeze funny. Mm. <laughs> like, what the, what? How do you even deal with this damn rationale out here? All right, we're going go to go over to the PayPal and get the show started in here. Shout out to somebody said it. He says, Coach, would you ever do a stream on how important it is for men to get their passport? and travel to other countries. I know you touched on it before in the blue chip mindset stream last year for a small portion, but I love a full stream on it. Um, Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. A lot of the passport bros think I don't like them. All right. I just use them as jokes. You know what I mean? It's just jokes, brothers. You know, everybody got their little sector here on YouTube and they literally be like, oh, he, 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 he sent shots out or whatever they say. Shots fired. I didn't shots fired. I just tell the truth. Shout out to my man, Royal Scott here. He says, please don't focus on your 10K haters. Focus on your 1,000 loyal coach game members who really appreciate you and your hard work. 
Since 2019, you have inspired and guided me daily. Your work has just begun. Hashtag future coach gang 2030. Shout out to the coach gang in 2030. I do come from the year 2030. All right. Shout out to me. I am the new breed out here. All right. Shout out to who is this in here? Clouded. We got two more. Clouded says ran into my homeboy's girlfriend on Tinder earlier. Give him three buzzers. Mm. Jesus. Have you ever done that? Mm. We'll give him another one. Mm. For the whom for whom the bell tolls. Um that that's the same. That's a tragedy. But listen, it's a part of the game. And shout out to the nasty boys. We got a lot of crews and clicks over here. We we let everybody roll over here. Where are we at here? Last dude, Brian A says, uh, I'm in my late 20s and thoughts of a relationship and being a good man. Keep creeping into my mind, coach. Help. He said, help. He's the damsel in distress. Um, Listen, it, it, uh, those things should be happening to you. All right. You shouldn't fight the feeling. Don't fight the feeling. All right. The feeling is nature basically provides men with testosterone and gives him lust for women. And that is nature's way to trick you to procreate. What nature does for women is gives them estrogen, delusion. It gives them the ability to sell, all right, because they can always sell. I'm the best woman in the world, and I got the best, and I'm the best, all right? It gives them salesmanship, and it allows them to advertise, and it gives them everything that they need to attract a mate. And then it also gives them this desire of Love, longing of love. So you mix these two together in a bag like some flour and some raw chicken and you shake it up. From there, you're going to get a baby. Mm. Right? That's what you're going to get most of the time. You're going to get a baby created from this. Now, from that point on, this woman is going to look at this baby and say, now this is real love. I'm talking about some real love. She thought she knew what love was when you guys got together, but not 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 anymore. This new product of your 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 production, both of you guys created it. She will say, "I own it now." And not only that, she will discover what unconditional love really means. And it is at that moment that you realize you done effed up. All right, because she don't love you no more. There's no way. She thought she was in love, but now this pr product that she's incubated from your seed for nine to 10 months, she now loves that child, and that child loves her in a way that you can never compete with. And thus, the game changes. The game changes. That is when the bait and switch arrives. Now, most men don't survive the bait and switch, but many men do survive it, and they just hang on for dear life. And they say they're muttering phrases like it's cheaper to keep her. They're muttering phrases like she runs and wears the pants in the family. They're muttering phrases about how they cook barbecue next to their man cave. They're muttering phrases about how if they make her mad, they're going to sleep on the couch. They're muttering phrases like the best routes that they take to work. Shout out to Chris Rock. All right. So then they're not in love anymore. They're muttering phrases like I'll be in the doghouse. If I come in late. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're saying happy wife, happy life. They're saying, bet not say that around her, CGA. They're saying things like that. That's what they got left. 
That's all they got left. And they're here in the Survivor Series trying to hold on and not get eliminated and lose everything. <laughs> all right. They're playing the ring game. That's what they do. And they're just hoping that their wife don't divorce, grape them to kingdom come. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. And she's on the couch blowing up like the Goodyear blimp. All right. So, hey, boy, hey, what a fantastic thing we go through. Some of you guys get dropped off at the family court building uh, and she gets cash and prizes, which leads us into what we're going to talk about. By the way, we're going to talk about child support. So I do want to uh, push you over to a brother who does child support videos here. There's several brothers here on YouTube. We oftentimes lead other people into more content, right? We lead other people into other content creators that you would not have discovered um, you know, other than coming here. So there's a brother here, Mr. Palmer. He used to go by FCK child support he has he has here uh, a great channel he's uh hardcore he's one of the hardcore guys out here and he talks about change the laws in your mind he talks about keep your veins cold he talks about you being washing your hands of these baby kids he talks about the baby mom terrorists he has many catchphrases over there he's talking about yo so he's really really good he's one of the newest of the new content creators here he's been here for a while but he's of the newest of the new so go ahead and hit him with a subscribe. You like, coach, you ain't even subscribed. I'm subscribed on my main channel, but I'll go ahead and hit him with a subscribe too. All right. So um uh that's Mr. Palmer over there. All right. Also, another child support uh superstar here on YouTube is um for the old school guys is uh Christopher Smith from the League of Dads. These guys are not without, you know, there's different strategies on how you use child support. Christopher Smith, he doesn't make too much content now on child support but he did in the past i'm sure you can pick up some of those videos christopher smith you have amin osiris who is more of a legal preparation mind he's trying to get you off child support before you even get on and that's what his strategy is you have rick w who teaches you how to with a little bit of money you gotta pay the guy your legal paperwork because child support and family court is a legal paperwork game it has nothing to do with you testifying and what's right it has all to do about your legal paperwork so you have rick w Amin Osiris, Christopher Smith, League of Dads, and Mr. Palmer. All right, so shout out to all those people uh, who provide who provide a, um, a a window into how this thing works. It is not just about she fell out of love and all. It, it's going to be a game for you, and you, child support's a game you don't want to play. Let's also give you guys this right here, all right, um, uh, for the hope strategist. Here's the headline that I gave you the other day. A lot of people were new here and you're just now hearing this. Just 18%, just 18% of American households are families with married parents, meaning 18, just 18% of households in the United States of America. Or should I say the United Snakes of America? All right. Um, here's the deal here. Only 18% are households where the children grow up in the two-parent household. All right. Um, it's you flip this upside down. I mean, I mean, this is just dismal statistics. So what are they counting here? They're counting. Um, they're counting married couples with children. They're counting single parents. They're counting uh, single people without kids, dog moms. They're counting skills. They're counting. They're counting a variety of people. Right. So what they're saying is out of all the people and all the households in America, just 18 percent are those that are still married together with their biological children. 
Everybody else is outside of that norm. Okay. Everybody else is outside of that norm. The number is actually 17.5. And if you consider where we came from some 40 years, uh, 40 years ago, the number was 40%. Okay. Just so you can get some clarification here in 1970, the number was 40. Do you get what I'm saying? Are you picking up what I'm laying down? Okay. The number was 40% in 1970. It is 18% in 2021. So I said, it doesn't sound like a norm if it's 18. Yeah, well, that's your, so this is your likelihood. Um, here it is. Here's a nice little chart here. Let's see if I can shrink this down. Here's a nice little chart to just tell you how dismal the chances are, although there is a chance, so you're saying there's a chance, there is a chance of this working. However, take a look at over the years how less likely it's working, and it's getting worse as the years go goes on. It's not getting better. So all the praying, all the hoping, all the wishing is doing absolutely nothing. We're not putting these things into practice. So if you're asking me, coach, what if I want to have kids? This is what I teach you at this point. I already got my kids and I'm done. Unless somebody else goes and gets knocked up by chance and they have to beat a medical procedure to do so. And I have to have that super sperm. If she does get knocked up, well, all she's going to get is a check. Because my child rearing years are absolutely over. How about this? What's going on with the child support system? California keeps millions in child support while parents drown in debt. So this is a story from Cal Matters that talks about how the child support game actually works. And baby mama terrorists, shout out to Mr. Palmer, never really report on this. They think they're just going to take you to child support. And it's just a process in which these people don't get paid. They're doing a voluntary service. And then the money just goes from my hands to her hands. And then the state is just doing the service for deadbeat daddies, right? And good, honest, super baby mamas, right? They think that that's what's happening, but but that's not what's happening. The child support industry, let me go ahead and plump this up for you right here, uh, right here. This says the child support industry is a $115 billion problem. Now, let me just tell you, the NFL, all right, the NFL, uh, let me see what the NFL's revenue is. Just so you guys know, uh, let's see here. They make $1.8 billion. The NFL's revenue, which is they're a major, major business. They have major, major sponsors. Their revenue is $1.8 million. The child support revenue is $115 billion. What is the pornography's revenue? Let me tell, or what is the pornography's uh, 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 industry? Let me see here. Pron, pron revenue. Let's see here. Pornography is a one hundred billion. So this beats pornography, right? Pornography is one hundred billion. Child support is one hundred and fifteen billion. All right, there you go, right there. 
and what encompasses this $115 billion trans dollar transaction. So what happens in the transaction is not simply a matter of morality. It's not a matter of the father's wrong and the mother's right. It is a system that is designed to siphon and exchange and transfer money from one person to the other, put somebody that is the parent, take the parent's rights away. And then what they do is, what they do is, they basically reward someone who's probably going to lead that kid into a pipeline of future legal issues. They're going to reward them with custody and basically pick the pockets of the father. All right. This is what's happening. And this is a system that needs to be exposed further. Okay. They would go bankrupt if everybody decided for a matter of two or three months not to send any money in. But what they do is, and this article right here exposes it, This what they do is they collect the money from the father. They put it in the bank account. It earns interest before they even distribute it to the custodial parent. That's not it. They also get matching funds from the federal government through the Social Security Administration, and then which the child support agencies keep this. The child support agency is not an agency of morality. They're an agency of debt collection. They're debt collectors. That's all they are. They're debt collectors. So you were, you were reminded of who a debt collector is. That's all the child support agency is. And their motivation is to get the child support awards as high as possible to disenfranchise the father. Then they can collect interest from the money that they collect from the father. And if there isn't any late payments, they can collect interest from that. And then if there are any sub late payments over 10 grand, they can imprison the father further ratchet up the payments and then make it damn near impossible for him to ever catch up. That's what that article was touching about, uh, touching on in the $115 billion problem. It basically is an incentive to disenfranchise fathers and keep custody away from fathers, but it's not a morality system over there. And I know people are angry with this. It's not a system of morality. It is a debt collection program in which there is an incentive to penalize fathers for breaking up with mothers and then penalize them with payment orders that are too high to even keep up with. And it hurts the parent and the child and it further divides families going forward. I cannot even explain it even better than this, but this is what happens. And it's a system that if you volunteer to be on and you can keep up with the payments, you're good. If you can't keep up with the payments with the system is designed, obviously, if there's an incentive to keep the payments so high enough that you can't afford them and they accrue interest and they get matching funds from Title D funds from the federal government, then the judges get kickbacks, the attorney gets kickbacks, then there is an incentive to keep you in debt servitude. There's an incentive to get you to get free income, uh, free working income from you and to jump through all these hoops and hurdles. Now, all you wanted to do was have a baby. All you wanted to do was go half on a baby. All I need is your body next to me. That's all you wanted to do. But what they do is they turn you into a non-custodial parent, which means you have zero custodies. You have zero parental rights. You are a non-custodial parent to a biological child that you produce. And then thus, they can create the rift that they need to keep the system going. And they're going to drain the Social Security account faster than the baby boomers boy what a what a system what a system and thus then if you don't keep up with the payments your further parental rights will be uh, alienated from you you will be thrown in jail your passport will be restricted your working license will be restricted your driver's license will be restricted and then thus you will be a criminal 
a smooth criminal. Doom, 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 doom. Ow! So a lot of people thought the black people uh, got out of slavery. Oh, no, oh, no. According to the plantation politics, there are several ways that you can keep yourself uh, uh, addicted uh, to, I mean, keep yourself attached to slavery. The legal system is one of them. Um, a lot of times people sell out their kids and give this, return the kids back to the state so that you can go back and argue and modify your child support payment and fight over custody all day long while these people collect money from it. All right. So these are, these, this is why relation, listen, I'm not over here with the doom and gloom. I'm going to just pull this chart up right now. This is why this chart is the way it is right now. This is why this chart is not Coach Greg Adams. It's not men being bitter and hurt. It's not mean men being scared of commitment. It is not being that men are not facing up to their responsibility. The fact remains is there's an incentive to divide the family. And if you give women an incentive to divide the family and make the, the father worth more divorce than he is uh, uh, married, which means she doesn't have to listen to him anymore. She doesn't have to be under his thumb. She doesn't have to answer to him. She can basically get his income without him being in the house. All she has to do is go down to the social services department, which most of the workers are going to be 70, 80% women. And they're going to put you on paper. They're going to put paper on you. When they put paper on you, it's over. All right. And are we are we clear here? Are we clear here? And as a result, most men become criminals, not from committing crimes, but they can become criminals because they end relationships. There are several men that have lost their lives and the only thing they did was fall behind on child support. There are several men that became criminals because they were disenfranchised and couldn't get work because their work license was suspended or their driver's license was suspended. Or they had something on their credit that prevented them from getting a job and they had to turn into a criminal in order to make it. And they got thrown in jail all because they had a relationship that ended. Are we clear here of what I'm talking about? Are you picking up what I'm laying down? This isn't about hate for women. This is about the reality of the situation. There was a young brother that actually had a child support case in which he had a warrant put out for his arrest. Because he was behind on child support. He knew it. The police pulled him over. He ran. The police shot him in the back. What is the brother's name? I'm, you know, I'm bad with names. But I don't remember. I don't, I don't forget situations. I don't forget it. This is what's happening in our country. And then we say, well, he was a deadbeat. He deserved to die. You see what I'm saying? And all he did was break up with his baby mama. That's all he did. He didn't run. He won he probably fought for custody. There was another brother in Sacramento that ran from the police and, and they were following him by a helicopter. They they shot him. All he was running because he was messed up on child support. That's why he was running. That was it. He didn't commit no crime or nothing. He was messed up on child support and they put a bullet in his ass. Now, many times the baby mama goes good. He dead. <laughs> right? And that's all she wanted in the end. She wanted to end this misery. And just like that woman, Amber Heard, that got up on the stand and lied, I just want to put it into this. And the lawyer exposed it and said, if you wanted to put it into it, why did you file a lawsuit? This is the same thing that baby mamas tend to do. They tend to say, he's just bothering me. He's just in my life. She wants the man completely out of his, her life or dead. And what she does is she claims to be the victim 
but she's putting paper on him continuously. Not only is she doing that, she's doing microaggressions against him. And she's not only doing that, she's parental, she's parental alienating the child from the father. And then she will claim that the father's doing all the pain. The father is giving her all the agony and misery. And all she wants to do is just eliminate the father. She just wishes you go away and write a check. Mm. Am I wrong here? Many of your fathers have been disenfranchised by this system. Many of your grandfathers have gone into the poorhouse because of this system. Do you understand what I'm saying? Many of your communities are in turmoil and burning because of this system alone. Many of your kids turn into gangbangers and teenage pregnant because of this system. Are you seeing this? And this system goes by the same thing. You're a deadbeat. This is what's happening. Do me a favor. Like this stream because I'm speaking from the heart. I'm speaking with passion. And I'm giving you critical, critical information for you guys who are deciding what you want to do to have kids. We're almost an hour in. We're going to get to tech leave. There's plenty of ways you can dodge this system. Number one, do not get any woman pregnant here. Number two, if you want to have kids, you can have kids with a woman who falls in love with you. Just know more than likely, depending on the, the darker, the, 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 the darkness of the shade of your skin, more than likely you ain't going to be in them kids life. That's just the reality of it. You can swallow that if you want to. You can ask, you can tell me, not all if you want to, but here's the stats and the data. The darker your skin are, the more likely you're not going to be with these kids. The lighter your skin are, it ain't that much better, but it is what it is. All right, let's give you some other options here. You can adopt, you can go to surrogacy, you can have kids outside the country if you wanted to, and you'll probably see those kids way more than you would see kids if you had kids with an American woman right here. And the darker your skin is, the more likely that scenario is true. Okay, but you can all be mad at me if you want to, but it's a $115 billion industry that disenfranchises men and it gives women a false idea of setting their budget based on what they can collect from a man. Oh boy, we going in, we going and get in here. We get in here today. I know people are upset, but these are your new slave masters. These are your new overseers. Slavery never ended. We now turn it to debt servitude. And not only is it debt servitude to you, you're turning your kids into future slaves when she takes your kid's social security number down to the social services. Because more than likely, that kid's going to be teenage pregnant. More than likely, that kid's going to be game banker. More than likely, that kid's going to drop out. More than likely, that kid's mental health is going to be effed up. More than likely, that kid is not going to make it in this world. More than likely, that kid is going to be a future slave or a future penal system occupier that person's going to go from school id to prison id more likely than not swallow it now we need a couple of laughs don't we to lighten up the mood but this is what's going on in our country more than likely the father will not see their kids graduation will not see their kids have kids will not see their kids get their first job will not see their kids get their driver's license will not see their kids take their first steps will not see their kids hit a tee a ball off a tee ball will not see their kids first touchdown all because of this system right here all because there's an incentive to bust up the family all because one man wants to leave a relationship and she uses the kids against him as a pawn in the system Vice versa, the men could do it too, but we're talking to men. 
you ask me if you want to have kids, go ahead and replay this video, this portion of the video over and over again. Go ahead and read this chart and weep. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm just telling you from experience, and I'm not the only one that goes through this. This is a $115 billion industry. It trumps the National Football League. It trumps pornography. It trumps damn near everything but the student loan debt crisis. This is the probably the second best income revenue stream for the United States government and state governments than anything else other than taxation. It is what it is. Do as you wish with this information. But this is your future, gentlemen. This is what you're up against. And the system ain't changing no time fast. All right, so it is what it is. All right, anyway, before we get into tech lead, I'm going to acknowledge some other brothers here that have contributed to this show so I don't get too far behind. All right, but the spirit of Elijah does come through me even though I live on the dark side of What's going on here? And of course, my dark side laugh. Don't want to laugh. There you go. We living on the dark side over here. Shout out to Eugene Morgan. What did you say? He says, I like that accent where they don't say pork chop, but they say pout chop, poke chop. Oh, poke chop. And they don't want child support. They want child support. All right. I'll call it child support. All right. I went down and put them on child support and people will use it as a means to threaten you. I'm going to keep the kids away from you and create a network of babysitters and leave the kids at home in filth and slime. But you're never going to see them. And I'm going to put you on child support. Everybody knows this goes down right here. Shout out to Ray B. He says, my friend is going through a divorce right now. The wife told him to keep paying the bills at the house or she's packing up and taking the kids out of town to her parents' house. Now he's living in a fifth wheel trailer outside of his parents' house. Many men have gone through this and they just stayed quiet and they suffered. Okay, they suffered. And many people, and many men have tried to speak out against this. And what did they tell them? Be quiet. Don't talk about your baby mama like that. At least she gave you two kids. Just pay the bill. It's just money. I got money. Am I right or am I right? Shout out to Rob B says, Coach, dropping facts all day, every day. We drop it on you, on your head like a hammer. The public like and power sent me some money, I believe. And it says the agency also does internal fractional banking, which um, I don't know what that is, but it, it sounds like sounds like what I'm talking about. They are cooking the books over there. Though what they do is, what they do is, and I want to I tell you because the article pointed it out, what they do is they collect the money. And before they distribute it to the baby mama, they steal it from you. All right. Many times they steal it from you. All right. By hook or by crook or you donate it to them, which is a voluntary program that you decided to get on. By the way, you can fight it if you have the time and the resources. They steal it from you. And before they give it out to the mother, they put it in an interest bearing account. They might put it in there for several months before the mama gets it. And by the way. They actually are doing something where they're gaslighting the mom. They're infuriating, you know what I mean? They're making the mother upset because they're not seeing the money in a timely manner. So the mother's upset. They create her. They, they whip her up into a sense of emotions. They create interest. They gain interest from what they collect, and they put it in their coffers, and then they distribute the money with the, with, with a, um, 
with the fee for a fee because they're a collection agency. And then the mother ends up getting less than she intended. I get $300 a month. Well, by the time they get out the fee and the interest, they can't gain some interest from all the men that they stolen money from. They give a portion of it to the mother and the mother then says, this ain't enough. By the way, if you listen to Mr. Palmer, if you are on child support, you don't have to give you her or the kids another dime. But if you're a good hearted brother, you're going to do it and find out she's still calling you a deadbeat. You're going to pay the child support and pay for shoes and clothing and all this. You're going to improve their living situation because why wouldn't you want her to have a better house than you? All right. Why wouldn't you want the kids to live good over there while you're living in a hovel? All right. While you're struggling to pay the money. And then not only that, you pay the money and then you pay for everything else because she says this ain't enough child support. And I know you got a raise. So I'm going to take you in for a modification. Who's been through this? Now, if you think that anything that I said was an absolute lie, go ahead and put that down there. If you think I'm preaching doom and gloom, go ahead and put it down there. If you think I'm lying to you, go ahead and put it down there. I'll challenge you. I'll challenge you that this is what goes on. And don't dare think you're going to go into child support court and tell your story without any paperwork. Don't think you're going to go in there and say, judge, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you how bad of a mother this is. They're going to say, get out of here, you deadbeat. And that's you. <laughs> you're going to take it up the rear end and there ain't going to be nobody that tells you what. They ain't going to tell you how to hold masculine frame then. You're screwed. Let's give you tech lead right here. The reason why I put the title he got fired after his child support case is because he made a video about child support ruining him. And now he made another video in the last three days saying he just got fired from Facebook for misogyny. Shout out to our boy, Tom Likas. And Fresh and Fit uses the misogyny uh, clip there. And I know some people are going to say I'm wrong just because they want attention. All right, but let's play this clip, uh, a little bit of this. And if you guys know Technique Lead, he's not without controversy. Fair use by, oh, but Tech Lead, you, you should know. Brother, Brother Tech Lead, you should already know what this does. You, you, you're very good at YouTube. You, 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 you. You're very good at Facebook. I already know you know, but I'm going to just have to say this. Excerpts of copyrighted material may, under certain circumstances, be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, hey, yo, 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 yo. Whoever's listening to two speed. <laughs> uh, here's Tech Lead. I'm not going to talk about his financial situations <laughs> other than the child support, but let's hear him. Talk about him getting fired real briefly from Facebook. Hey, I was just fired from Facebook uh, again, this time for being pregnant. Yeah, for being pregnant or actually for being a misogynist who hates women, who thinks that women are incompetent because there's been more YouTuber drama over the past weekend, this time over on Twitter, in which I made a series of tweets noting that women shouldn't code. I said that perhaps they should be influencers, creators instead. It's their natural strength. Coding is a brutal 24-7 job, mutually exclusive with motherhood. Because after your maternity leave, you come back obsolete, outdated, and you still actually may want to spend another two to three years nursing your child. And even Elon Musk noted that the birth rate is falling too much. Now, I also want to note that. Now, that's all I want to show you on that one, because this basically sets up from the next video. So he's been outright and speaking about a logical issue. As you guys know, logic does not work in this country. It's all 100% emotion, feelings over facts, and feelings change, but then it's too late to change the facts because you made 
decisions on feelings. All right. You see how it works. All right. We made decisions on feelings, but then the, the thing changes and then they say, well, my feelings change about it, but it's too late to change the facts. <laughs> All right. Let's hear him talk about his child support case ruining him. He does have another video, which I don't know if we have time to play about his divorce in which he says his his wife left the kids. Uh, I'm sorry. No, his wife left him and took the kids to another country. Uh, some people don't know if he's being genuine about this, but we'll just go ahead and say it's not an uncommon thing. All right. So let's go ahead and go. Oh, my God. I lost my child support case. This is going to destroy me. I have to pay like $5,000 per month in child support. Okay. I mean, obviously he's dealing with big money. Uh, $5,000 a month is a pretty crushing blow. Um, if you are even a millionaire, as he says in all of his video titles, even if you're a millionaire, $5,000 a month can be crushing because people think because you have the money that you can afford to, to do that and live a little bit less. But, you know, come on. I mean, there's a lot of things you're doing with your money, um, investing, saving, you're saving for your retirement. There's a lot of things you're doing. And then this money is going to just go away and you have no control over the money the wife does not have to or the ex-wife or the baby mama does not have to produce receipts as to how she's spending the money or accounting for it she doesn't have to save for the kids future so after you're done paying five thousand dollars a month you still have to pay for your kids college because your kids are going to say daddy you got the money you pay five thousand dollars a month why can't you just pay for my college and you're going to say shit, that was all your college expense money right there all right not only that not only that what's going to happen is and i'll play the rest of the video not only that, um, she can ask for more and modify the agreement, or she can say you're a deadbeat if you don't pay in addition to the $5,000. I don't know how many kids need $5,000 a month for raising, but if you don't pay any additional fees like health insurance, like sports organizations, your boy Michael Strahan, your, uh, the ex-wife wanted to put the kids in equestrian. He paid a big lump sum of money and child support, and she said it ain't enough. These kids want to do equestrian. So I'm taking your bass back to court and he had to pay the additional money to the equestrian because the baby mama wanted to put him in horse riding classes. Mm. Let's go ahead and continue uh, for the next 15 years or something like that. So my retirement is out of the window now. You know, I was going to retire last week, actually, but it seems like I'm back onto YouTube now churning out these videos. And I wanted to explain for you the child support situation for you. I recently lost my case because you too may find yourself having to pay child support someday, whether intentionally or even unintentionally, as what happens to many sports superstars. And I'll explain for you the calculations here. But before I begin, I want to clarify for you what happened about three years ago. My Japanese wife just one day took our son, three years old at the time, and abducted him, taking him off to Japan. And about a year ago, I lost contact with them, and she has been blocking access ever since. Okay, so that's called parental alienation. And then if the kids are young enough, uh, what tends to happen is you don't have any means to communicate with your kid. Uh, this is a kid that you wanted to have. And uh, women know how to play this game. They can throw rocks and hide hands. They can be passive aggressive. They can say, hey, I did my best to provide open um, communication with the father, but he didn't want to. He forgot your birthday. He picked you up late. He didn't care about you, blah, blah, blah. But then they made it difficult for the communication to even continue. If they're young enough, they don't have phones and iPads or anything like that to get messages directly from you. Or even if they do, she will remove them from the kid's bedroom and she will let the kid's battery uh, run out. 
uh, she will actually use that as a secondary device and hide that device. And the kids will have another device that she's purchased for them. There's all kind of reindeer games that are being played here. There's all kind of reindeer games. Guys, I done been through damn near all of them. I done been through damn near all of them, bro. Um, and then what they'll say is, your daddy doesn't love you. Your daddy don't love you. If he did love you, he would be here, but he obviously don't love you. I'm the one that loves you. Let's go ahead and um, continue. So recently she came after me hiring an American lawyer and went after me for child support. And she's still out there in Japan. Right, th right there, people think that this is not true. But I can tell you jurisdiction and rights are different for everybody. So I don't know. I didn't research that if you can be in Japan and hire an American lawyer. Um, but um, I'm not sure that I don't know. Let's continue. Now, this is not a video meant to trash her or anything like that. You know, like I'm just here to try to educate you that value is what I'm trying to provide for you. So this really isn't a personal video. And, you know, some people, by the way, are going to say I'm a deadbeat dad. I want to clarify that, you know, my son was the most important thing to me in my life which is are for most men all they wanted to do is you know it, 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 you never know why the breakup happens but then there is a machine that they can turn you through in order to make it make you a criminal or a deadbeat he was the one thing i could not lose the most important element in my life that left me very much traumatized and many fathers who end up losing their children do end up unliving so to speak and so really the fact that i'm even here alive and somewhat productive is a feat in and of itself that now that that right there he is not lying guys there's been times where men have deleted themselves over this issue alone men have gone into being homeless men have gone into being criminals drugs prison imprisoned um for men to work through this uh constant abuse of the system is a miracle amongst itself. I fought through it and it damn near killed me. All right. I'm just letting you know, I didn't was never going to kill myself, but it definitely took 10 years off my life. Probably uh, Kevin Samuels. I just want to let you know, I keep bringing him up because I want to highlight the fact that people thought he might've died mysteriously. But I often say, don't discount the fact that he took years off his, of his life, constantly going through the child support system in which if you hear some of these videos of people doing some background work on him and actually criticizing him for being a deadbeat as he became infamous or as he became more wealthy in the last latter part of his life he just barely caught up with his child support it took him to become a millionaire to catch up he barely caught up in 2021 think about that the man was, and there's a video of him struggling, right? And everybody's making fun of him. The reason why he was doing that was because he was on a child support system, more likely. And he was not able to get residences. Guys, when you're, when you're on child support, your credit gets ruined. And especially if you're behind, your credit gets ruined so that you cannot get apartment complexes. You probably be filed for bankruptcy at one particular point. So you can't just buy a house. It's going to be harder for you to get over. And the only way he got over was to become famous on YouTube. That If he didn't have that, the dude would have been dead a long time ago. All right, he just barely caught up with his child support. And it took him to make a million dollars on YouTube. All right, so I just want to put that out there. He probably died trying to fight that over and over again. That's neither here or there. I cannot confirm or deny that. I will say allegedly. It requires tremendous emotional willpower. A lot of people say that I refer to my son in the third person as the child rather than 
my child. And the reason for that is because it just makes it too personal and emotional for me sometimes to talk about this matter. It's an emotional card rather than me being inhumane for any reason. But really, this is the thing. Whatever you value the most, your spouse will learn your weaknesses, what you treasure, and take that away from you in a bitter divorce when they're angry at you because they want to retaliate against you. So this is what men deal with. They, they get the retaliation, the vindictiveness, and the system is in place as an incentive to carry out vindictiveness. Um, even if you went to the, to the baby's mother, uh, but first of all, she doesn't own the kid. The first thing you should do is go get your parental custody. Most states will try to, unless you are a criminal already or you're on drugs or there's some reason domestic violation, this is why they will, will throw a, a, a temporary restraining or, order on you before they do the child uh, custody. And then they'll do the child support after that. They'll do the restraining order first. And there's a district attorney training women to do this. There's a video on YouTube of her doing this. Get the temporary restraining order first and then get the custody and then get the child support. So um, most men could get 50-50, but all, oftentimes they get disenfranchised by the, the system of progression. Their, their first has to be a domestic violation case or a temporary restraining order. You lose all your weapons. You lose your job. You lose your respect, and then you go to child custody, and then you lose the kid. All right, so this typically is what happens. Let's go ahead and continue. You know, if I did not love my son, she probably would see no reason to block access, right? There would be no point in doing that, but because I do, she knows she can use that as leverage against me. And to Again, I'm, I'm teaching, so I'm doing this because I have to fair use and stop here. So when you do want to be in the kid's life, they will block you. If you don't want to keep being a kid's life, they will block you as well. But then they'll put the kids out. You should be with your kids. Uh, they use that against you. So men who typically fight for custody tend to get treated worse because she knows you're fighting for it. If you just walked away, wait, if you just walked away and moved to another state, she can't play that game. But what she didn't has over you is on Facebook. She'll just call your ass a deadbeat. All right, you'll be all over there. They'll be putting pictures up. She'll have everybody in her mama and her whole damn family and her family and her bald-headed granny calling your ass a deadbeat. All right, so it's a no-win situation for the most part, and they play that against you. Let's go ahead and continue. Just exact pain upon me. And maybe that's really the post-breakup game, right? The other person blames you for having married them, for having proposed to them, because it turned out that they just wasted their time. You weren't who they thought they would be. You deceived them. You didn't play. The bait and switch up to their entire expectations and imaginations of what a wonderful night you would be. You know, it turns out you're human after all. But let me tell you what happened with child support court. I basically walked into the courtroom and I just lost. I got <laughs> he said, I just walked into the courtroom and I lost. Uh, basically, child support is calculated by a formula. There's nothing you can say or do about it. Most of these systems have websites that you can pull up and you can pull up and just put punch her numbers in, punch your numbers in. And that's the support. There's nothing you can do. It's a formula. It's a calculation. Oftentimes, there's still manipulation being on there. She will say, hey, I was a stay at home mama. I don't have any work. I don't have any income. Now you're double screwed. All right. So this is why marrying a stay at home mom uh, is double deadly for you, because if you do divorce and 50 percent of you will. And it is, she's going to drag you out and say, I have zero income and I've haven't worked for 12 years. Now you're screwed. All right. So let's continue. Slaughtered in there. Here's what happens. Quick pause. This video is brought to you by D5. Oh, Pro hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't sponsor the coach's show. So we ain't giving him no room here. 
all right, let's go ahead and go ahead. And by hiring an attorney like any normal person would. And there's all these paperwork you have to file. I ended up blowing through twenty-five to $30,000 of money within just one month. And it didn't even Dang. get me up to the trial. I okay, so uh, this is the divorce corp. Uh, attorneys are very smart and they do, uh, some of them do make a lot of money, some of them don't. Uh, but what they do is they basically fuel the fire. They pour more gasoline on the fire by saying your adversary, who you can't speak to, who they encourage you not to speak to, uh, who's only communicating through her attorney, they're basically going back and forth and just bleeding you dry. All right. They're bleeding, they're they're bleeding as much blood from a turnip as they possibly can. And they're saying she's an adversary. Oh, she's doing this and saying that. What? Huh? What? And then the other her her attorney saying, Hey, give me as much dirt on on him as you can. Is he a Debbie? Does he have a drug problem? Does he deal with prostitutes? Does he have an expending problem? Is he abusive? And then if she says no, 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 then they'll say, let's make some bullshit up. All right. This is basically what's happening. We got to get something. Say he left. Say he uh moved into with uh moved out with Kim Kardashian, whatever. They got to come up with something and they will usually find something by getting your expense accounts, by getting your receipts and your credit card statements. And then they'll go in there. Oh, he has a seeking arrangement profile. Oh, oh, he has dating profile. Oh, he bought crack. They got to find something. All right. And they're going to get it. And this is why the attorneys at $600, $800, an hour will run through $30,000 in a month or two. I ended up firing these people because what happens is once you retain them, you know, you have to pay five, ten thousand dollars As soon as you show them your finances and, you know, if you're a higher earner, they say, you know what? Uh, we need double the retainer right away. Of course. And they just start billing you for everything. If they send an email, 10 word email, it's $40 for that. And they just bill you everywhere. If they have a conversation with a colleague about your case, it's another several hundred dollars, even though you didn't ask them to have a conversation. So, so most attorneys bill every, somebody get this right. Um, they build by the quarter hour, if I'm not mistaken. So they break everything by the quarter hour and, um, or something like that. And then what happens is if they do something like send the, send the email, which took one minute, they will bill it as a quarter hour. They, they, they don't say it took one minute. They say it took, uh, 15 minutes. Um, if you get on the phone with them and you call them or they say, meet me at the office, which is a trap. Uh, they will meet you at the office and they will bill it as an hour and a half and it took 20 minutes or whatever like that. And you're not keeping track of these villages, right? You're not keeping track of this. So you just get a bill and you open it up and you're like, what the hell? And it just says $10,000. You never go line item, line item to say, what is this? What is that? But uh, they're charging you $400 for an email. They're charging you $800 for a meeting. When you go into court, you're waiting to have your court uh, hearing, you're waiting to have your trial, and guess what they're doing? They're charging you an hour at a time. It might take six hours for them to show up for a hearing, which is going to get continued, by the way. They got to charge you for that, and then what they're going to do is say, you owe me $6,000 for showing up. You owe me $6,000 for showing up today. Yes, to put the hearing got continued for another three months, which is going to be another $6,000 when they show up. And then in the middle in between of that, they're doing phone calls, emails, they're gathering data, they're filing paperwork, quarter hour, quarter hour, quarter hour, quarter hour. You're getting, you're getting bled dry. Uh, the other alt alternative you have is to, um, oh, every time they get served a paperwork from the other attorney, they're going to charge you a quarter or if not a half an hour. 
Um, and then this is going to be paperwork flying back. The other alternative you have is to not hire counsel, which you're going to get ran roll railroaded and ran over if she does have counsel. All right. Um, which means in effect, you're going to save the money, but you're going to get abused in the situation. So you're going to get ran over unless you're unless you're unemployed and you can handle these cases, which uh, many men do, and they have success handling them on your own. But uh, many judges who play the game make it difficult for you to go in there by, and represent yourself. They, they think you're a clown when you do that. And if you don't know procedure, you're going to get ran over. Uh, not, not only that, let me add to the fact that of this. Let me add to the fact of this. All this time, you're supposed to save face and smile in front of your kids when you have custody. You're not supposed to bring this up. Although you're being gaslit, you're not supposed to talk about it with them. You're not supposed to talk about your heartache and pain. If you do, she's going to be in court with that information too. Okay, let's go ahead and continue. If you have a conference call and two of the attorneys of the firm show up, then you get billed at 2x the rate. And the rate is typically $400, $500 per hour. If it's a good attorney, it could be as high as $800 per hour. And you know, you really have to be careful about these attorneys because sometimes the other party can come and ask you to also pay for their attorney fees. So you could be paying 2x the hours. You know. Okay, that's again, that can happen to uh, whoever files the divorce can petition, especially early, early on in your case before modification. They can say they request, since they don't have any income, they can request that you pay the attorney's fees. So this happened in Dr. Dre's case, which she was using the money he was paying her temporarily to use against him to sue him, which is almost like you're paying her to keep beating you up. So then she got a temporary order of spousal support and child support or custody support. No, it was spousal support. She got a temporary order. He stopped paying the money, which he was going to get violated for if he stopped paying the money. But what she was doing was paying the money to the attorneys to keep suing his ass. And he figured it out. And he was like, yo, what the hell? So essentially, you're in the frying pan if there is a chance that you can pay for these expenses, which you won't find out until the end. You won't find out into the end, meaning once they pass the judgment, once they say this is the custody percentage, this is the child support percentage, and then this is how much you should pay her attorney. If it's all a portion or whatnot, you're not going to find out to the end, but by that time, you're, you're in the whole 50 grand. It don't matter. You're in the whole 50 grand. So let's go ahead and continue. You know, if it's like an $800 attorney for both sides, it's as high as $1,600 per hour. And so the legal system, the way it really works is if you and the other spouse cannot work together to figure this out, then they're just going to drain your finances until both of you can figure something out. So in my view, the legal system is not built to try to help you or to find justice, but rather to just drain your money as fast as possible until one of you just say, you know what, we're just going to give up or we're going to just settle on something. because So, so... He's like, I give up, which many men do. And then what do they say? You're a deadbeat. And that's you. Because you say, well, shit, I'm going to just move across the country to hell with all this, which many men do. And then the, the wife or the ex-baby mama, she never goes and say, well, shit, I was railroading his ass in the court. She's going to say his ass just left and he a deadbeat. So uh, this is what you have to uh, face up to. There's another point that I was going to make on that. But uh, I can't remember it, but I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll remember it. 
Let me see here. Because this is too much financial pain for us to take as a family. We just oh, can't afford it. Some that's what I'll say. So he's saying negotiate with her, which many people are negotiating with terrorists. She's using this to get you. There's no negotiation. In her mind, if you can afford a $500 a month, you can afford $1,000. This is what they're thinking. Well, if he can pay me $500, which some men do, they'll just say, here, I'll give you $500. In her mind, she says, there must be more in there. Uh, I'll, I'll take $1,500. And then she fights you until she tries to get to. Somebody has to give in at that point. The other thing to note is that mediation is very difficult. You know, I made a back of the envelope calculation of how much I believed my wife would deserve. I doubled that. And I said, here, take over a million dollars. Just take it. Be happy. Let's just move on with our lives. Very happy people. But the problem is, since she does not know what is the fair amount, any amount that you offer, she's going to say, uh, maybe I deserve more than this. So what he tried to do, <laughs> this is funny, what he tried to do was he tried to be the formula maker himself, which is what you're going to do. You're going to say, well, I make $2,800 a month. I can part ways with 400 You don't have the formula, sir. You don't get to tell the court what you can part ways with. Now, that's nice to negotiate in mediation. That's nice of you. I've done that before in mediation. And they went up there and I said, I made 30. Uh, what did I say? I, I said, it. you know, I was self-employed. I said, I made 3200 They came back with $1,500 as the child support payment. And she was like, yep, I want $1,500. I was like, I make thirty-two. How the hell am I going to pay you $1,500? You know what she said? I don't give a damn. Give me my 1500 You see what I mean? Anyway. How do I know this is the right amount? Let's get a judge or attorney to actually stamp this. And so it's very difficult to reach any agreement. So you kind of end up being sucked into the whole legal system, whether you like it or not. And all of your funds goes into the attorneys. Oh, and also the moment lawyers are involved, they tell you not to talk to each other anymore because go. they'll take it from here. And that makes reaching any type of agreement even more difficult because nobody's talking anymore and the lawyers are going to just rack up the fees as much as they can and continue dragging out that conversation for That's what I said earlier. As long as possible. In many ways, it makes the situation even worse. Not to mention, I believe, I don't think a single child abducted to Japan, which is the black hole of child abduction, like so many kids get abducted there. I don't think a single child has ever been returned. So any legal recourse it's not even enforceable. So here's how child support works. So in each, every state probably has this child support calculator on their child support services website. As you can see right there, it says childsupport.ca.gov. This is California. Now, you're going to start typing in these numbers. I've used these charts quite a bit because I live in California myself. You're going to find out that this chart, this, this calculation is effed up because they're going to say how much custody how much parenting time do you have? Okay, if she has 100% of the parenting time, you can kiss most of this money goodbye. You can kiss that shit goodbye. All right, and then you'll put in your disposable income. You're going to put in your gross income, not your net income, not your take-home pay. You're going to take your you're going to put in your pay that you make before taxes. She's going to get pre-tax income. All right. Then you're going to pay taxes on that. Then you're going to then you're going to pay taxes on your income. And then you're going to punch all these numbers in. And then some states are now putting in a um, a, a max pay like uh, California does not have one. But I believe in the Brittany Renner case.
where everybody's saying she, she was going to get X amount of dollars, but that wasn't true because the state that they had residents in, they had a cap on how much child support you can collect. And this is hence why she then went broke, right? Or she said she lived in her car because she lived in a state. Uh, the child's birth was in a state or the jurisdiction was in a state that had a cap. Continuing. It's actually pretty simple, only based on a mathematical formula. How much money do you make and how much time you spend with the child? That's it. And it's an entirely different case than, say, divorce and custody. So, you know, it doesn't really matter if the other person abducted the kid to Japan for whatever reason and just blocked all access. None of that really matters whether it's right or wrong. People just come and say, we don't care what happened. How much money do you make? And then we're going to have you pay a percentage of that. And so each state is a little bit different, but if you come into the guideline calculator for California, you can actually plug in some numbers and you'll see that, you know, there's really two things that matter. How much money you make, we can put in say 70,000 per month, just as an example. Damn. And then the percentage- 70,000 per month? Yeah, I can see why you ended up at $5,000, uh, $5,000 a month, All right? 70K a month versus zero income, you're screwed of time that you spend with the child so you know if you spend zero percent time then you end up paying more if you spend a lot of time then you pay less okay so let me tell you the trap in what he's talking about here what's happening now is obviously there's an incentive for the mother to keep more custody this is where people play a game on you they'll say if you want parenting time again she just wants you to go away she wins she gets 100 percent parenting time, and she gets 100% of whatever this calculation is. If you get 20% or more between 50 and 20%, she's going to say, you just want the kids so you don't have to pay as much child support. This is a game. Everybody plays this. You're going to say, you want to keep the kids just so you can get more child support. This conversation is going to go back and forth, and it's going to be a tug of war in which neither one of you are going to win. And it's going to further extend the case. So they're going to go in there. Judge, he never raised the kids. He always traveled for work. He doesn't have a babysitter. Or the kids will be at babysitters all the time because he works so much. And then thus, this is why the kids should stay at the mom's house 100% of the time. Previously, she said she wanted to work on her career. So I could focus on my career. But now because she's getting a divorce or there's a child custody issue, she's going to say, I haven't worked or my work is not as good. I need time to take care of the kids. And the judge will say, okay, and give her more parenting time, which will then you will be penalized in the calculation. You'll be penalized in the calculation. Not only that, I'm giving you a million dollars worth of game. Not only that, what tends to happen is because she now qualifies for child support, she thus then qualifies for additional social services. She can get zero social services without the child support because if she goes in there and says, hey, I have two kids, they're going to say, who's the daddy of them kids? We need to get the money from him first before we give you any access to money. And then she opens up a child support case on you. Let's continue. So let's say you spend 0% of the time, earn $70,000 per month. Based on that, you would pay $5,300 per month in child support. Now, if you were to spend 50% of the time with the kid, the calculation would be about $4,000 per month. So damn, it only went, damn, just 50, 50 custody. It went down a thousand bucks, like 30. Yeah, it didn't go down that much. But uh, for, for people like you and I, 
it will go down significantly and they will fight you tooth and nail because the their attorneys are showing them this calculation. If you get 100%, this is what you would get. If you get 50%, you get this much. And they'd be like, nah, give me the 100%. So parents are actually incentivized to block access, to block as much visitation and take 100% time with the child in order to maximize the amount of money that- Again, so again, somebody asked, why are you paying because you, you're with them half time? Well, in certain states like California, it doesn't matter if it's 50-50. They just go off a of calculation. They say, well, we need to equal the parents' uh, households. This is an equalization payment. So basically, there's two equalization payments. People don't know these things. But the way they, they, uh, they assume, this is why it's archaic, they think it would be unfair. They think it's unfair. And I don't see any data that would support this. Let me go full screen for you guys because just in case my editor wants to talk, chop this up. What they believe is if the dad's winning in life and he makes money and he has 50% custody and they go to a mansion at dad's house, it would be unfair for then the kids to go their 50% and the mom lives in a hovel. She lives in a one bedroom shack. So they say that would mentally, that would mentally disadvantage the kid because the dad's well off. It would give the dad an advantage because he has financial advantage. And thus, they penalize the dad and say, well, since you have more, you need to give her more so that you can bring down your standard of living to where you are barely doing better, if that. And then thus, she can increase her standard of living and catch up to you. That's literally an equalization of the child custody. That's what they're doing. That's why they do that. Because otherwise, they would have a kid living halfway. And then the kid will say, shit, I ain't never going back to my mama's house. Now, I had the opposite. My kids went back, or one of them went back to the mom's house, and it was a, they're living in the worst situation. But, um, but, but what they're thinking is the dad would have an advantage. He's got dogs, amusement park in the backyard. He's got a mansion, a pool. He's got everything, and he lives in a nice neighborhood. The mom lives in Linwood, and she's struggling, and they got roaches and rats. Somebody says, so it's communism. Yes, it's 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 a form of communism. And so they basically say, let's disarm him. Let's make him less able. Because if I'm paying $4,000 a month, I got to reduce my standard of living. And so now it's fair when the kids go back and forth. It's fair. You see what I mean? This is a crazy, crazy system. It's more than what you think. So when people just say, just pay the child support, you're a deadbeat. It's more than that. It's way more than that. It's a system that people really, really don't know how it works. Or people do know how it works, and they just use the deadbeat argument against you. All right, let's go ahead and continue. Uh, you know what? This is a great time to stop and check the people who have supported this show and uh, sponsored this show. You can sponsor via the Cash App and PayPal and Venmo. Um, or whatever you want to do. Shout out to uh, Slick. Is it Slick Vision? He says, F the NWO. Keep that pedal to the metal, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you for that generous donation. Eric Powell says, thank you. I speak for the millions and millions of fathers who can't speak about this. Not even with their own family. Their own family won't acknowledge this. And your mama had your daddy on child support. They won't even acknowledge it. Um, Your granny had your grandpappy on child support, and he became a wino in a deadbeat, and they like, look at grandpa, look at his ass, and he come over disheveled. This is why your dad wears 
busted up shoes for his whole life. And you wonder, dad, get your shoe game together. And he like, damn, if you only knew. <laughs> I can't afford to buy no shoes. Shit. <laughs> Shout, oh, I've already got these. Uh, Loud Pocket says, Capper Nickel to the Raiders. Did I get that already? Or you doubled up? Shout out to GS Inc. Says, love the show, coach. You preaching tonight. Sometimes it takes this. But I'm going to get called all kind of names. All right, public lighting and power, lawyers will never protect you the way you protect yourself. So one thing that you have to understand is a lawyer, they get paid whether they win or lose. And now most of the time they think you're going to lose, but they're hyping you up to keep the pay coming in. My lawyers once said, I'm surprised you got 50% custody. Because I got on the stand, my ex made me get on a witness stand and lied and all this. So I had to go on the stand and I handled myself very well. And the judge said, we'll give him 50-50. And they were shocked and they were fighting for me. Mm. <laughs> but I didn't realize how they didn't realize how well of a speaker I am. They did, they thought I was going to get up there and go, abba, dabba, 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 and be scared about her attorney. And I wasn't scared of him. I would not let him approach me. I was like, nah, you stay over there. Nope, you can't talk to me. Nope, I would cut them off. My 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 judge basically was laughing because I knew, because I know patterns of human behavior. I knew what he would say before he say it, and I would cut him off. I wouldn't cut him off in a bad way, but I'd be like, I already know what you're going to ask, all right, after he was finished, and then I would start talking, and my judge would bust up and laugh. My judge would be like, God damn. But that took 18 months and damn near $25,000, $30,000 to go through. 18 months after I moved out of the house. So um, I handled myself so well that the judge was like, yeah, go ahead and go get give him 50% custody. Dude, they went nuts after that. They went crazy that I got the 50-50. So even my attorneys were shocked. They were like, wow. <laughs> Shout out to you. But that, but that's what happens. The lawyers get paid whether they get whether you get zero custody or 50. You still got to come up with the money. All right, by the way, many lawyers will work on contingency for the women's side, meaning they have to pay no retainer. They have to pay nothing up front. They have to pay a result of whatever they can steal from you. All right, and then they get a percentage of that. If they lose the case, they, that's why they fight you so hard. If they lose the case, they get nothing. Just so you know how it works. And I'm pulling the veil off of this damn industry, and it needs to be by exposing it to men so you know what you're going to get into. Are all of you going to go through this? Probably not. But here you got Tech Lead, you got myself, you got all of these people here telling you that we went through it and all we wanted to do was be a father and break up with the mother. Right? Shout out to uh, Rob B says, Coach dropping facts all day, every day, and that's what we do in here. And um, we got all of these. I might have even repeated these. So uh, let me see about PayPal over here. Then we'll get back to the rest of the show. I'm giving you guys the real secrets here. These are no, these are actual factuals here. There's nothing about bitter and hurt about this. This is a real, real thing that you're, look, statistically, you're going to deal with it if you have kids here in America. Look, there's the chart. Uh, let's see here. Statistically, you're more likely to deal with it than not. So deal with that. Shout out to Ryan B. He's got his friend going through a divorce and living in the fifth wheel trailer. And most of you guys will end up in that situation. I ended up living in the back of a Ford Explorer. 
Shout out to Deadly Ellie. He says, not even Ling Ling community is safe from the baby mama terrorism for, uh, for a my life is ruined speech. Tech land, tech lead sounds really stoic and wooden. I think that's his personality. He definitely has a drier personality and it comes across as a win for him. I think that actually endears people to him, although it can work against you in other ways. Shout out to SAU Engineeria. He says, good afternoon, coach. My ex took my kids to another state without telling me. I tried legally to stop her, and I couldn't. They actually laughed at me. I took the loss for a few months until they came back. And for those few months, I was still obligated to pay child support. And I agree, it can destroy you and take years from your life. So a lot of times um, when they get the court order, the order doesn't change if the circumstance change. You have to go in and get a modification or you can request a hearing for it to change. I'll give you an example. In my case, my ex got sick and needed to get, I can't say for purposes of health and HIPAA laws, but she almost lost life. Okay. And I think it was a result of life after marriage, living it up and also potentially, um, potentially um, fighting me did not end up well for her. So what happened was she had to move to another state to get a procedure. But before she left, we did not agree on the custody. And she actually left the kids temporarily with the relative, which is a fail on her. That's a mistake. And it was a critical mistake. So I was able to go in immediately and I responded immediately with an emergency petition. And I had those relatives immediately bring the kids to me because you cannot exchange custody with a relative. Only the biological father has first right of refusal. Okay. And um, she was like, oh, it was just for the weekend and they were going to bring them back. You can't do that. You can't determine. You can't. You can't. Let me let me go full screen for a second. You can't, without the other pa parent's agreement, do something and you don't have the custody. You can't be like, well, I moved temporarily and I left the kids here. You can get them whenever these people feel like dropping them off. I didn't agree to that. So I sit, got an emergency petition and went in there immediately. And I made those relatives immediately bring the kids to me and I filed suit. And so what happened was I got full custody for a temporary time. And I made them change the paperwork. As such, I can go into the child support office and say I have 100% custody of the kids, which I did with that court order because I acted swiftly. And then I got off child support with that particular movement. Now. I still had to pay child support for several months until they corrected the situation. So legally, I could have been thrown in jail with 100% custody of my kids. That's how crazy the system is. I could have been thrown in jail. Like, say, for instance, I said, I ain't going to pay it. Even with the case on record, even with everything, they could have suspended my license, suspended my passport. I could they could have thrown me in jail for contempt of court. And I would have been in jail with 100% custody. That's how slow the system works. So what SAU is talking about is he had to go through the system to gam reverse the situation. <laughs> but because I was proactive, I got them to actually go, well, and let, and let me say this, I legally had to pay the child support with 100% custody. You can't just stop and say, well, I'm not paying. 
So while I had custody, I was legally required, which I did not. I was legally required to pay, even though I had 100% custody. This is the stuff that men go through. All because they want to see their kids. Do you understand how critical this is? <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we at here? This is why coach loves to go to the junior college. All right. I ain't messing around. We got, um, we'll stop right there. We'll get the other ones in a minute. Somebody says they make stuff up. Yeah. And she fought by guys. Let me tell you how another thing she fought me from the other state to stay on the child support. What she wanted to do was get the procedure, which took nine to 10 months. But what she wanted to do was get the procedure, come back and keep me on child support. She actually hired a lawyer to actually get me to agree to that and sign to that. I told that lawyer, get the hell up out of my face. She was like, yeah, we'll pause the child support. But when she comes back, you'll stay on it. <laughs> I was like, kiss my ass. And by the way, I went in there with no attorney and won that one. That was a slam dunk. I didn't need no attorney for that one. I went in there. Um, I got a hair that's going crazy. Sorry, I'm bugging. I went in there without an attorney. I went in there without no attorney. I was like, this is slam dunk. I went in there, signed an emergency petition. I typed it out myself, which you guys can do. I typed it up, the petition with, by myself. I submitted it by myself. I actually enacted the actions. I went in there. All I told with the Kirk clerk was she moved to another state. They was like, she can't do that. And I was like, slam dunk. <laughs> and her lawyer came in late because it was an emergency petition. And her lawyer came in talking about she pregnant, so she can't come in. The judge was like, hell with all that. You better get your ass in here. Attorney drove in there and she was eight months pregnant talking about I'm pregnant. I'm sorry. Attorney, the attorney was trying to cry. The attorney was trying to, I'm sorry. I'm eight months pregnant. Man, they almost. And so the judge was like, can y'all go get a negotiation? Because judges don't like the, the, to, to make a thing. They'll just go out there and say, y'all negotiate. So I'm out there with a lawyer trying to negotiate. In which most of y'all would have folded up like a cheap suit. And I went up there and I told that lawyer, I was like, y'all ain't got shit on me. You, you, she ain't even here. There ain't nothing I need to sign. I took the paperwork, I looked at it, and she was going in, putting this in there. They had a whole thing typed up that she spent typing up all night because she got that emergency petition. And um, I said, that's nice. I ain't signing shit. I was like, I'll see you inside. <laughs> I was like, I ain't signing nothing. And the judge was like, yep, yeah, well, what you going to do? It was like, he got 100% custody. And then I had to go to another floor to child support. Because <laughs> my judge didn't decide child support. She decided custody. So then I had to go to child support. It was like, I got 100% custody. That was like, we'll get back to you in a couple months. And I fought and fought and fought. I had to serve her like 12 times. I had to serve her 12 times. I had to appear in court five times. <laughs> Shit was out of control. <laughs> so when I tell you I do this and I do this, I fight like a madman. I fight like a madman. Now, in my point of my life now, I don't fight no more. All right. Whatever you want. I don't care. The kids are teenagers now. Whatever y'all want to do. I don't give a damn. But when I wash my hands, do not come back to me after the fact. If the shit goes left, if y'all start having problems, if the kid turns into a gangbanger, it's y'all. It's on y'all. Bye. <laughs>
hey, it's on y'all. I'm not fighting no more. I told my kids, I ain't fighting no more. All right, I'm going to live my damn life. I'm going free agent lifestyle. I did my shit. I got the pictures to prove it. I got the Facebook to prove it. I got the damn award as father of the year to prove it. I got nothing else to prove. Y'all can have that shit. All right. <laughs> and they was looking at me like, whoa. I was like, I ain't fighting no more. I ain't got no more fight. Y'all want to go over there and stay over there? I'm going to go live my damn life. Y'all can be whatever the hell you want to be. <laughs> y'all can be whatever. Y'all can be a success story of all my care and I support you. But um, y'all want to pull the plug on this and make me fight twice or no fight three times. I ain't going to do it. So y'all figure that shit out. I'll pay her the child support for two or three years and I'll be living the free agent lifestyle. <laughs> you know where I'll be? I'll be in the Dominican Republic. I'll be in Costa Rica. I'll be in the Philippines. I'll be. Y'all had y'all chance. <laughs> y'all had y'all chance. And y'all want to play games. I'm out. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be cold. But look, hey, look, I'm a strict guy. I don't let the bullshit fly. Y'all want to come in here and bullshit? Y'all can do it on your own time. You ain't going to do it on my time. I ain't going to be here. Man, I'm going to help y'all with the damn person countering me and making it worse and not making it better you know what i mean your co-parents should be making the situation better but she making it worse oh you know i mean i'll be in here on the beach in cancun all right and y'all can worry about the rest <laughs> shit i did my you see i got an award over here it's right behind me father of the year i won it twice Shit, I got the award. I got me coaching my kids. I got them in Taekwondo. I got them going to every damn amusement park you can think of. I got us going on vacation. I got us going international. I got the pictures. You know what I mean? Y'all can figure out the rest. <laughs> I ain't trying to win in the end, man. Hell no. Y'all want to play? Y'all on the plate? I ain't in it. Y'all can go to the judge and be like, he, he out of here. He out. I'm out. I was spending not another dime on it. I ain't spending another dime on it. I ain't hiring another attorney. I ain't appearing in court not one more time. So y'all figure the shit out. Y'all give it the program or y'all can keep on moving. He says they almost 18 soon. Yep. Two years for my daughter, three years for my son. Y'all be adults and y'all can figure that shit out later. <laughs> All right, I, I overinvested in my parentage. I did most than I did more than more fathers would ever even think of doing or could even think of doing. I did way more than I she. I ain't got nothing else to prove. I'll be laid up here with a different Kaylee every night. Uh y'all can follow your mama's path pattern in life, and hopefully she has a good one. Probably not, but it is what it is. I don't give a damn. I give a damn busted. <laughs> uh anyway let's get in here let's get in here how much time we got left we got a little bit a few minutes left uh let's see here that they would receive so this is an ugly reality really posing a conflict of interest towards family values and explains why many people say children are being used as pawns in family court to maximize financial value for one partner or the other
But regardless, if you ever find yourself in a situation like this, I would recommend to stay in the household. Don't just move out thinking you're going to get some peace for everybody and you'll figure it out later on because the family court is going to maintain whatever that status quo is. If you want to stay with the kids and get some custody, you need to stay with them and just go back to that household, even if there's conflict. If the other person gets mad, start shouting, telling you to get out of the house, just pull out your phone, record it. Don't touch them and just continue recording, but don't vacate that house. Uh, that's that. That's the tough issue. A lot of men do feel for their safety and security that they should leave because then she'll just instigate or aggravate and um, make it difficult. They'll get the temporary restraining order because you snap, you yell, uh, you do something to the kids, you forget to put the socks on them, you put the shoes on them, and then it turns into World War III. She gets the temporary restraining order and you're screwed. So you got to be careful with it. Depending on your state, that's good advice depending on your state. I actually moved out and still won. All right. Now, here's the thing I wanted to show you about child support. Let's say you make $10,000 per month. That's about 120K income per year, which is maybe typical for Silicon Valley. Based on that, you would be paying about $1,700 in child support with a total of about $6,800 in take-home pay after the 30-some percent tax rate. But really, child support comes out to about 25% of your net pay. 25% of your net pay goes to child support, which you don't have any control over. She can, she's not going to spend 25K a month on a child support, right, uh, on, on the children. She's going to spend a portion of it, and then she'll get her hair done, her nails done. She'll go travel, go to Vegas. Uh, she'll, have a she'll have a Tyrone or a Chad, and they're blowing her, blowing her back out on your custody days, and uh, she'll be feeding him steak, and you'll be eating pork and beans. In higher tax brackets, maybe it's anywhere from 15 to 20%. But in this range, it's 25%. Now, you need to consider also there's rent, right? Most people actually pay about 50% of their net income in rent. And this is based on those typical rent calculators, whether you're using the 40x rule where your annual income needs to be 40x monthly rent, or you're using the 30% rule where you're saying you can put 30% of your annual income in. Okay, so he's talking about how people live in California. Obviously, people use way more of their income for rent. You could be using 50, 60%, which I don't advise, but that's typical in California. And then thus, if you're using 50% of your income towards rent, uh, you take that away from your take-home pay, and then you also take that away from your child support, you, 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 you're going hungry. I went three days without eating once, fighting a legal case, making good money, paying child support, and paying rent on two, two apartments in California, Southern California. Yeah, it's no bueno. And so if you suddenly say you want to just retire and stop working, people are going to say, no, you got to keep working. Why is your income dropping? You're capable of working. Get back to work. You can't just take a break. You have an obligation to continue bringing in this income, whatever it was established at. You can try yes. to lower that, right? But people are going to ask, why are you lowering it? Are you taking a break? You're capable of working. But I think one of the interesting things about this calculation is it's not based on what the child needs. You know, some celebrities are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars per month in child support. What child actually needs that much money for support is simply based on a percentage of your earning income. Exactly. So um, one thing that he talked about real quick that I want to touch on. Um, oh, by the way, once you get a child support order, just because you quit your job after the order or you quit your job during the child support trial means nothing. They go back two or three years of your income. They go back two or three years of your W-2 or your tax returns. So it means nothing that you quit today. It means nothing that you quit after the order. Um, many times they don't let you go back into court for modification 
after six to six to nine months. So even if you quit your job for six months, you still got to make that payment. Once you have an order, you have to follow the order um, and the judge can throw your ass in jail if you get certain percentage behind. So it means nothing that you quit your job. And so this can even be an amount sufficient to retire on for some people, right? Like if I'm paying $5,000 per month, that's actually not taxed for the other person. That's equivalent to about a hundred K annual income. That's what a good job is going to pay you simply for child support. And so this is why a lot of the celebrity sports stars, football players are coached not to just get with random people because they could be taken in for a ride on child support, which will last typically until the child reaches age 18 or so. Now in New York is age 21. Lamar Odom had to learn the hard way, learn what the child support ending point is in your state. In California, it's either age 18 or till graduation. They could use either one of them. So the kid turns 18 early in their senior year, but they're still in high school. You still got to pay potentially. Or the cutoff point uh, is uh, at 18 and they got six months, seven months to finish high school. They're going to use that shit against you. In New York, it's age 21 and um, it's age 21 in New York in many cases. So even though that they're an adult, the mother is as long as they're living with the the mother uh, which many mothers will do with their kids. They won't push them out. They'll keep them, especially in that circumstance. And the kids will go to junior college. You'll have to pay the college expenses and child support to the mother or 21-year-old. Okay. Sometimes if they stay in college, you still have to pay. So this is why you find people, oh, I'm 26 and I'm still in college because uh, the mother has, dis has, has uh, sabotaged them so much and say, you can stay at home, just go to the junior college. Well, most people don't finish junior college. Um, those kids go work at Subway, and they still collecting child support. And I also wanted to note, at least for my situation, it was not sufficient for me to say I have a separate business. I have a separate LLC company for my YouTube stuff, for my other businesses. People just imputed all of that income on me. They didn't separate it. And they even took a look at some of my business expenses, like travel expenses, and they said, you know what, this is all going to be uh, not considered. And they're going to consider that part of income as well. They wouldn't accept that as business expenses. They looked at rent that my business would be paying to my parents, right? Like, you know, I rent space for my parents. They said, you know what, we don't believe it. You're just living. By the way, if you tell your kids you pay child support to your mother, go get the money from your mother, they could call that parental alienation. So say, for instance, you pay in child support and your kid comes to you, hey, I need a new prom dress. Well, shit, I pay your mother child support. I pay her ass a thousand dollars a month. Um, you're alienating. You're actually you're actually putting down the parent. Because then that's going to create a conflict. The, the kid's going to go back to the parent and say, my daddy says he pays you X amount of dollars a month. Then the mother's going to go into court and say he's talking about the legal case and he's alienated the kid. Yo, the shit is a trap, bro. So let's go ahead and continue living with your parents. So even that was not considered a legitimate business expense. So they just imputed a lot of income on me. So the courts can be ruthless. Maybe in my situation, people just said, Hey, that's a YouTube channel. That's not a real business. YouTube isn't a real business. Therefore, we're not going to allow any of those business separations or protections. Maybe I didn't hire a good enough lawyer, but in either case, you know, well, well, you hired a lawyer, but you thought the lawyer was going to work for you and there they don't. They are part of the bar association. They're all in cahoots, not saying that they're working against you in cahoots, but they all work for the same bar association that keeps these laws going. And they're just going to be like, look, man, it's a formula. Give me all your paperwork. Your dumbass is going to turn all your paperwork over. 
um, which basically is basically like OJ turning over the bloody glove to the damn other side. You're going to give the child support office all the paperwork they need to hang your ass. My advice is not to give them any damn thing. But um, if you do that, the judge can say you're not working fair. But then um, there's there's several ways to fight that. You're not being open and honest. But then when you're open and honest, they screw you. Uh, um, if you're self-employed, you can you got some wiggle room. If you're W-2, you're screwed. Uh, let's see here. A couple of more bits of advice here on this one. Oh, um, if you try to do business, hide it, trust, and they find out you're in contempt, you you violated a court order, they could penalize you for that if they find out. Um, let me see here. A couple of more bits of advice. But if she does it, they will not, they won't do anything to her. She can lie. She can say she ain't got no raise. She ain't worked in 15 years. They won't investigate that. And you'll tell them they lie. They'll catch them and they'll catch her in a lie. They won't do anything. Uh, let's see here. Any any more any more questions about what happens in this thing? Uh, let's see here. Let me do the let me do this. Uh, uh, let's see here. It, it's a it's a effed up game. And when you get in there, don't think you go out to talk to the uh, many times if you have a. If you're doing your custody and child support, you could be okay. If you do, and uh, sometimes you'll do custody in this room and child support in this room, and you'll make the magistrate, you'll meet the judge, what they'll call them a judge, but that it's not a judge. It's a commissioner. It's a magistrate. And you're in there thinking this is real court and you got constitutional rights and they bending your ass over like crazy. They're yelling at you. They're cutting you off. Um, and they really don't care. You know what I mean? They're not going to care for you. Child support will say we work with both the parents and then you'll find out they'll have the whole damn agency and attorneys and her testifying and she'll be sitting on their side of the courtroom. You'll be sitting by yourself with no attorneys. Where's my damn representation if you work with the family? I got, you got none. Okay, shout out to, I hate to say it, man, but shout out to Relevant in here, Productions, great stream today, coach. I'll never go raw in this country again. Might freeze my little guys and get the snip. Or you can pay 18 years, 18 years. Oh, we didn't even talk about if the kids aren't even yours. Get a DNA test. If the kids aren't even yours and you get put on child support and um, you you act as the father, then you do a DNA test after two years, but you've already played the role of the father, you're going to be paying for those kids the rest of their life. Uh, only use my first name. Spencer says, what's up, coach? This isn't about the topic, but I cheated on my girl. She found out and broke up with me. I feel like shizzle about it. Any quick advice? Uh, yeah, don't cheat. Just stay single. If you want peace, leave. Just stay single. This ain't the time to be faking relationships and cheating on girls. I don't advise cheating. I'm not saying I ain't never done it, but it's worthless to cheat in a, in a, in a world where women are giving out sex like they're passing it out like Frisbees. There's no need to fake the funk with a nasty dunk. Just stay single. All right. And you and you took an L, so it is what it is. All right, take an L and roll with the punches. All right, but it, do not get into relationships if you're gonna cheat. Stop lying to women. I mean, lying to women makes it worse. Just be straight up. All right, but uh, shout out to you on that one. Good luck. Shout out to uh, Salif says. But in the case of Tech Lead, can he just sell off his assets and dip to Japan to avoid all of that? It's too late. Hey, uh, um, I know people want to say that. Um, he could do that. Prior to being served, prior to being served in his case, this is what Aminal Cyrus tries to advise you not to get served, not to volunteer for the program. 
But once you've been served and the case has been established, you're screwed because if you dip, they will handle the case. They will say you didn't show up. They have a phrase for this is slipping my mind at the moment. They will basically provide a judgment in your absence and you're screwed. All right. So they will put that on it and your ass can't come back. You can't come back to America. There was a guy that actually did this. He got he got an order and what he thought in his absence, he left the country and he came back after the kids were age 40. And then the, the woman who was 70 remembered she had a child support case, looked his ass up, drug his ass back. He didn't even have to show up to the trial. He was out of his jurisdiction, but his dumb ass came because he wanted to do the right thing. And then his ass got put on child support at age 70. And he owed her hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's a default judgment. Thank you for the brothers in here. So if you get served and you dip, it's going to be a default judgment. They're going to put it on the papers and you got to pay. Or if you dip, they just going to accrue the amount with interest and penalties. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, just so you show. So it, 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 you can't just dip. You want to dip before they put the paper on you. <laughs> if they establish the case and serve you, you're done. Let me see here. A uh, woman, child support after 40 years. Uh, this is what I do for you. I do this for you, brothers, man. And a lot of you guys are getting this for free. But I encourage you. Uh, YouTube doesn't want you to get this information. People fight me daily, so I'm not giving you this information. They're still going to say this is toxic and incendiary and against women. Right? Let me see here. After 40 years. Let me see if I can pull that up. Here it is right here. All right, just so you can see. Uh, California woman, again, California, age 74, age 74. Wins child support from ex-husband 50 years after their divorce. <laughs> she has been truly big. Wait, she has truly become a superhero for single parents. You guys see this, right? Yeah, because she won the support because they established the case and he dipped and then they gave her a default judgment. He was not aware of it. He says he went to Canada and he lived his life until she was an adult. He thought the coast was clear. He came back to Oregon. She remembered it. And she says, I wonder if we can search for him. She hired a private detective, found out his social security number, pinged in a job in Oregon. And she drug his ass back to California. And he showed up to the courtroom, which he did not have to because it's out of jurisdiction. He could have said F you jurisdiction. And guess what? The woman is now, how old is she now? His child is now four no 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 the the child is 52 his child is 52 years old his daughter is 52 and his ass got hit with let's see how much he had to pay a hundred and fifty three thousand and ninety dollars plus legal fees plus ten percent interest that came out to 35 grand so $180,000 on your head and you're 74 years old. I better, he better have all that money saved up. <laughs> Again, brothers, I, I do this for you guys to educate you. 
Shout out to uh, who is this? Oh, Salif also says, thanks for all the good info, coach. These numbers are scary. After seeing this, I'm going monk mode or it's going to be pay for play. Again, uh, people will say you're tricking, but this is the ultimate trick. What's worse than tricking? Going out here and avoiding this or participating in this. And guys will get this and say they don't pay. Guys will get on this system and say, I don't pay. <laughs> You're paying after the fact. I told you. Shout out to Deadly Edley, GA, the only man to masculine frame the family court and give full custody. But you have to wait till they make an error. By the way, your baby mama is waiting for you to make an error. What I would tell you is do not negotiate with her. Go straight to the court with everything and make sure you iron things out with paper. If it doesn't, if you don't get paper, it, it doesn't exist. And uh, it is what it is. Shout out to SAU. I understand you, coach. I've taken my kids internationally, lots of vacations, private school, lots of pizza, renovations at their house, at their house. And then I have nothing else to prove. But guess what? I'm still a deadbeat to all of society and in court because it's never enough for them. It's crazy. Many fathers have done all they can. And you're still being called a deadbeat. She's still bitter for some reason. Like, you're still like, damn, you ain't gotten over this. And they're still playing the game because in their eyes, they want to win. They want to be super mom. In their eyes, they, until, you know, a woman believes that they own the kids and it's a black eye to her to have 50% custody. And it's a win for you to have 50% custody. See, this is the, this is how crazy we go. We get 50% custody and men will say things like the kids won. I won. The mother will say, I lost. I'm a failure as a mother. So as a result, until she has 100% custody, um, she doesn't see herself as a mother, even though she will try to act like she's a super mom, but she can't because she has 50-50. But within that, even when she has 100% custody, she then will go to the next playbook, which is poor me. I have to do all the work. He's a deadbeat. <laughs> you can't win this argument. I'm letting you know. You're going to be a deadbeat no matter what. Unless she says, I love this man. I'll never ruin his credit. But she, you would basically have to hope. She, You would have to hope the baby mom, and this is a hope strategy. You would have to hope the baby mom says, yo, I want to go out here and fornicate and let the, let the kids be over at daddy's house. I don't give a damn. That's what you would hope happens. And she never even broaches this particular subject matter. You would have to hope that she just says, thank God you have having 50%. I can go travel. I'll go make my own money. And that's what you would have to hope. <laughs> In many situations, shit ain't happening. Shout out to SAU. He says, in Mexico, sometimes child support can be up to 50% of your income. Do not have kids in Mexico. Shout out to SAU also adds, and I'll get to the cash apps. Damn, this is the blue chip mindset. Uh, blue chip mindset, money mindset today, coach, spit and fire. Thank you. So much fire that people will find this offensive somehow because they'll apply it to their situation. Well, my daddy, he, my dad, my kid's dad just up and left. So it just doesn't apply. That's what they'll say. But most kids, most men that are on child support are not Pookie and Ray Ray's kid. They're not Pookie and Ray Ray. Pookie and Ray Ray never be on child support. You know who she puts child support on? The stepdaddy that divorces her. And then you adopted the kids like a dumbass. You put legal paperwork on you. And then you divorce her. And she puts you on child support for Pookie's kids. But Pookie ain't paid a damn dime. 
not only that, Pookie gets to see his kids, and you don't get to see your adopted kids. <laughs> These ain't your kids. You're like, wait a minute, but I'm on child support for them kids. Yo, this game crazy, bro. Pookie get all access to his kids. Why? Because he's Pookie. Shout out to uh, Relevant Music. He says, dad was in jail most of my life. When he got out, my grandma would ask, would always ask if he was working so she could get him back on child support. The grandmama, by the way, grandmothers can, if they have custody, put your daddy on child support. So, oh, one bit, more and more bit of information. This is why you never talk to your ex-spouse if they are being like this. She will come up to you fraudulently and act like she cares about you. Oh, how's everything going? And you're dumbass. Fantastic. I started a business and I'm about to hit $100 million in revenue. She'd be like, oh, that's great. I'm so happy for you. She's going to turn right around and file a case on your ass. She's going to turn right around and file paper on your ass and drag you. But your dumbass thought, oh, maybe she's coming around. Maybe she's being nice. No, she ain't. She investigating. She's digging. She ain't being nice. She didn't come around. How? Everything going all right? Oh, good. You going good? Oh, wow. Fantastic. And you trying to put her down like my life improved without you. I'm out here winning. You driving a Porsche, dropping off your kids in a Porsche. She like, mm-hmm. Oh, you got a Porsche? Mm. She just put that down. <laughs> yep, she fishing. Oh, your ass got your ass doing good and I'm in a hovel. Cool. Hey, it's fantastic. I'm glad you're doing so good in life. I've been following you on Facebook, Instagram. Oh, she following you, bro. She she following you. She getting all the videos. She getting everything. She all up in the videos. She all up in the, she following you. <laughs> she like. And that's you. I'm so happy for you. No, she happy for herself. She happy for herself, but she got, somebody says block her. You, she ain't following you under her name. <laughs> she ain't following you under her name. She following you under her account that you don't know. Come on, man. You guys got to understand, this is how women work. They, they've been doing this all their lives. They've been investigating and all this stuff. Uh, 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 you guys got to know, man, you playing dirty. You playing in the mud. You can't block them. You don't know what account they following under. The friend's giving them information. Oh, one thing. Um, one thing I did, and it was a tough situation because I like members of her family. I blocked all her family. I blocked them all. And there were dudes like, there were like dudes that I got along with. Why you block me? Because I found out one time one of her cousins was still following me on Facebook. And then she made a comment one time because I commented on my case. And she made a comment. I was like, what? I had to block everybody's ass. I blocked the little nephews and the nieces. I blocked everybody. <laughs> Uh, but uh, don't think that they watching you under their name. That would be dumb. All right. They're not dumb like that. Guys, women are not dumb. I wish you guys would figure this out. I hate the dudes that say they're manipulating women. I'm like, you so stupid. They got the whole damn arm of the law against you, you dumbass. All right. They're not stupid. Women are not dumb. Ladies, I'm be on your side most of the time. But I actually tell the guys that so it works against you. I cannot stand dudes that think they're getting over on women. You're stupid. They got every damn resource to ruin you. You just lucky sometimes that they just wash their hands of you sometimes. You get lucky when you lie to them and they feel bad. Consider it luck when they don't ruin you. 
but they got all the damn pieces and services to ruin your ass. Every single time, they can ruin you. I don't, they can still ruin you to this day. <laughs> 20, 30 years later, they're gonna ruin your ass. Where are you at? I can't stand y'all. <laughs> all right, shout out to just like I showed you about that woman in the child support. She didn't ruin him when he was 23, 33, 43, 53, 63. She ruined his ass at 74. Come on, man. And you're going to pay. You're going to pay. I got to get out of here. Shout out to Brian You. He says, my son said he saw how his mom was about it. Uh, you're lucky. You're always lucky if the kids can see it. More times than not, they're not going to see it. More time than not, they're not going to see it. All right. But you're lucky when they do. Shout out to GS Inc. Says, love the show, coach. You preaching tonight? I might have already said that. Power Lighting says, lawyers will never protect you the way you protect yourself. I got that already. Christopher B. Says, 26. Got the snip yesterday. My doc said, uh, my doc has two. My doc has two stepdads. My doc, two stepdads. What? <laughs> right, goodness. Huh? That's crazy. Mark C. Thank you for we call you, Mark C. Our higher image status says, and Max wanna brag about raw dogging. Dude, when you raw dog a woman, all right. Shout out to the dude that has his son. Uh, what's his son's name? Here's Dylan. Here it is right here. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, Yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Yes, sir. Uh, when she when she whispers in your ear, oh, it feels better when you let off in me, daddy. Go ahead and let off in me. And you so dumb, you let off in them. And now you're doing a 45-day waiting game. Oh, shit, I hope she ain't pregnant. Because after 45 days, if you find out she's pregnant, she got you for some, how many days is 18 years? 18 times 365. She got your ass. And you're going to pay. All right. All for letting off inside of her tummy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's a cold game out here. All right. And she can do whatever she wants with the kids. She can dice it up. She can vacuum the damn thing out. She can keep it. She can put the kid on welfare. She can smoke crack right next to the kid. Most of the time, people won't do a damn thing about it. You can't do nothing about it. In her mind, she can do whatever the hell she wants after that point. All right. So all because you wanted to practice. Busting off inside of her walls. Where are we at here? It's 6,570 days of you paying. Shout out to you. Thank you for the math. The quick math's in the building. All right, all for a little roar. All right, shout out to SAU says, I'm sorry for all the messages, but it is a very important topic. I had a severe, I had to sever all ties with family, including my mother, because she sided with my ex. Sad, but this is just as it is, you will find out the fee your female family members will will not be as will will not be as uh, they won't they won't be as mad at her as you will be of her, and they will be of the mindset just pay her. Shout out to Del, we'll call you Delbert H. In the building, and uh, the reason why is because female owned group preference they will protect each other, right? So they may not. They may not agree with how you're getting treated, but they will say, I might need to use that law sometimes in the future myself. So I can't 
rail against her, I might need that myself. You see what I mean? So they'll be sympathetic. Even my, even, you know what I mean? Uh, shout out to T-Baby says, Dipset9 says, you going off, you might disappear after this one. People will find a way to make this negative. Where's my camera here? All right, shout out to OG1. OGA1 left the Martin Luther King Boulevard in 2021. Son stayed with the mom in the hood. Hey, uh, you'll, fi- you'll find that out. Uh, why is my camera fuzzy? Hey, guys, you guys got to start living your lives, man. I know, man, you want to be there for your kids. There are going to guys that will say just fight, just keep fighting, um, and you're going to spend tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars to be in a situation where you're entitled to be in from the beginning, but you'll keep playing the game. The game is the game. You'll keep playing this game, and then you'll all, all uh, at some point, your kids will give you the middle damn finger, or at some point, your kids will not be produ- productive. At some point, the kids will go to the mom, and then when the kids start acting up, the mom start calling you in after she didn't collected all the child support and made your life stressful. And she'll say, you need to take the kid, the kid's 17 and a half, and they snorting crack or smoking it or whatever they doing. They gangbanging and all this stuff. And you're like, shit, I didn't have a kid. Many of you will get praying mantis, and this is what I warned you about. This is the praying mantis. Many of you will have a kid with a woman, and within a year or two, be on child support. That's called praying mantis. That's you right there, the brown one, all dead right there. You'll be on child support, and she and you'll be on 16 years worth of child support. Uh, add it up. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars directly socking it to her pocket. All right, I'm telling you, bro. Y'all, y'all think it ain't going to happen to me. Two damn years in, bro. Two years in, you own 16 years worth of child support. How, how you feeling then? You're going to feel uh, you're going to feel goofy as hell. All right. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Look, we got to get out of here. And uh, we got to do what we do, man. Look, stay safe out here. This I tell you this not to make women feel bad. I tell you this to protect yourself as if the same as if women do, uh, do to other women. They actually do things to say, don't let men do this to you. Don't let men do that. I do this to you too. All right. $115 billion industry nationwide. This is not a moral business. This is a business of debt collection and debt slavery and servitude in which they earn money from. It is what it is. Be mad if you want to. All right. Shout out to Uncle Earl. We're going to get out of here. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This will make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What, who? You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.